Welcome to another session of the Childs, uh, where some family and more importantly friends sit around and play games called Dungeons and Dragons. We are starting session two of Campaign Two. Uh, so no, not everyone's wearing a tutu, so they all failed. Disadvantage for the day. Where's your tutu? <laughs> I wore it while playing trees. Wearing pants. Uh, just a bit of a recap, uh, opened up and several individual player characters were converging for individual reasons upon uh, the town of Luskin, finding it quiet and sleepy and very, very somber and almost alarming. Uh, they individually ended up stumbling across each other, and as they were about to discover what looked like a small lizard had taken over the town or something, uh, they got into a battle, and then quickly two new individuals were dropped on the scene, and chaos and mayhem and absolute absurdity ensued, culminating with a fireball, beat a fireball being thrown, a mad dash out of the tunnel, and some very slow purchasing. Uh, ultimately, the uh, would-be heroes, if you would, had apparently discovered the threat of some creatures that were basically kidnapping and plaguing the town, and they dealt with that threat. They apothecary offered them a night to stay, and we closed the session with Thorkin saying something about trusting the group. So that's kind of where we'll pick up. Uh, you just see, all you see is a mask. And on the right eye, it's like a, on the left socket, there's no light, nothing shown. And on the right side, there's a small little green emblem kind of glowing. But it almost looks like bark and wood has covered it, but a little bit on the left side is kind of broken, and all, and you just see black. Not much else. Okay, I'm not gonna pull seven. Make you bad. Who? A legend. A legend. I just I will. I want to turn to the apothecary and I want to ask thank you for the refuge for the night. Now, since we have some time, we shall get, we shall get acquainted. My name is Thorkin. Yours? Abishi. Abishi? Yeah. All right, it's time to butcher. Now, how does one spell Abishi? Spell it how you think it's good. Uh, I would have thought he was the smart one, but maybe not. Usually, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that. Don't worry, you can have that. He doesn't want to be rude. Is it important that we write this down? I'm joking. Hmm? Is it important that we write this down? Uh, yes, very important. I mean, you want to be able to talk to him later than that. I'm going to spell it like the band app. Did you make that? I like that. No, yeah. dear, they were a gift from an old friend of mine, Zashen. I just want to watch it. Zashen? 
X-A-S-H, E-N-T-H. Is those like, I'm going to butcher this again, those. Fireball bean. Fireball bean, thank you. Um, <laughs> are those common or? No, dear, that was the last one I had. What I won that by doing a favor for my friend, Michelle, for E. Very well traveled. He's getting older and dear, but I think he's getting close to retiring. He seems to be trading off all of his treasures. Interesting. Where can we find this person? Is it Shen? Yeah. Is it Shen? I like his name. His name sounds cool. It's very uh, odd. I believe he's still in town, if I'm not mistaken. He visited here oh, maybe a week or two ago. Do you know where in town? Not particularly. Is Generally kind of stay in my own area of town. But he comes to visit sometimes. But is there like some way that we can get the people to open up their doors? I'm sure tomorrow open. morning they will because tomorrow is uh, Midwinter Festival. <clears throat> Rain or shine, snow or monster, we will celebrate. Do you know? So. When I went down to the sewer thing and blew up all those weird things, do you know what those are? No, I've never seen a creature like that before. Makes That's a bit of winter <laughs> She's snitching. Yeah. Huh? We like to call her bubbly. <laughs> no, I'm just Hi, bubbly. I'm Abishi. Oh no, my name's Gushu. We call her gooey. Her, person her personality is bubbly. Oh. Okay. Gishun. Or gooey. Midwinter's festival is a time where we take a break, the longest night and the shortest day of the winter solstice. What we gather solstice? around. Sorry, I just learned about that in astronomy. <laughs> we gather around and exchange gifts or presents and favors and listen to music. You uh, some cultures think it, you know, drives evil spirits away, but ultimately it's kind of become a little bit more of a pattern here. So way to keep I the young ones in line. So like Christmas. Christmas. What's her Christmas. What is that? So Celebrated that before. I have to tell my family that when I find it. Would your <clears throat> friend, friend, uh, Zin something, would he know what those things in the sewers were? Zashen? Zashen? Possibly. Uh, I know he's well, far more traveled than I. Okay. You said you have no idea at all where we could possibly find him in town. Uh, not at this late hour. I'm sure wherever he is, he's held up. So if tomorrow's midwinter fest and everybody's going to come out, it seems like these things are attracted to groups of individuals to take them back and do God knows what with them. Did you get the one with the silver hair? The big one? We don't know. Uh, I would have to go down and look. I don't know. Well, right now there's a kind of a dresser on top of it. I would like to go down there and look again. 
Is there any chance, I don't know, you have any other blow up things? No, <laughs> not that the, was my last one. No, I meant like anything. I go into that's... the den, the dressing room. Okay. There you go. Okay, I'll open the door and open the trap door and slowly start to climb down. Uh, when you first open the door, immediately it hits you, like, imagine the absolute worst, like, somebody's been cooking on a grill outside for, like, decades, and it's never cleaned it, and it's your job to now clean it. And I'll probably have a little bit of an idea of what that smell would be like working inside the kitchen. That humid, beginning, like, ew, that's actually food, like, that's gross. But it's... You are very familiar with the smell that comes up. I'm not down there. I know, but it wafts into the den. Yeah. And across, I mean, it's just like opening up a sealed tube <clears throat> of barbecue monster. Oh, shoot. Oh, that smells interesting. I don't think I like that. <laughs> Wait. <clears throat> um, can I use my prestidigitation to cover the smell? Kind of sure, you go ahead and cast prestidigitation, and immediately word? all of you get this welcome. Do you replace it with anything, or do you just cancel the smell? Uh, the fresh, the smell of freshly cleaned linen. Yes. So, like, your mom just turned down your bed at home from your childhood, and that smell hits your nostrils. Sitting in front of a warm fire with a comfy blanket wrapped up around you, buried into your face. I mean, all of these smells, individual from your own childhood past, kind of hit you. And then about two seconds later, <laughs> the barbecue beef comes right back. Gosh dang it. It's just a cantrip. It's not going to cover that for very long. It says up to one hour. Understood, but it's a cantrip, and you're opening up a barbecue pit. <laughs> you're not changing the smell. You're simply changing the aroma and a radius, but that smell's gonna keep coming out of you. Well, you're welcome. You can spray the perfume on a pile of poo all you want. <laughs> Still a pile of poo. I was just I was gonna say if they're attracted to the larger groups, tomorrow's midwinter. We can get everyone there in the center of town where we popped the original ones. There's four or five entrances there. We all cover one, and if they come we can Cool. Set, so set up a trap. So are you leaving the trap door open? Are you going down there? Wait, okay. Before I go down there real quick, I just thought of something. I wanted to ask the <coughs> ask um Abishi how she knew about the one with the silver hair. Well dear, when they're all only two or three feet tall and you see one that's almost six foot, <laughs> sticks out in your mind. I presume it's kind of like came tearing through here with five or six of them one time a few days ago, and they all seem to be following him and that horrible music they were playing. What type of music? Like a cat with seven brothers in a sack being kicked. That's horrible. That's yes, the music was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna climb down. Were they actually kicking cats? No, it just sounded like. It. Oh. 
we should like take her. So as the conversation continues, are you going down by yourself or is anyone going? I want, I want to stay up with a piece of parchment and try and uh, devise a plan and a trap to kill a lot of them. Yushin takes out her manners book and like writes down like the metaphor that was just said. She's like, okay, that's a joke. The cat had yeah. <laughs> uh, you head down and like each rung of the ladder, your foot slips at one point and you get close to it and you kind of look and you're like, what the hell? And you have to shift from dark vision to regular vision because there's a little bit of light coming across. And it's like smeared gizzards or intestines or something, like some part of it got melted as it's trying to climb up. You get down to the bottom and everything and you're shifting back and forth between the uh, dark uh, dark vision spectrum and regular vision. Because in regular vision, you can see a faint little bit of light, like glowing embers here and there, here and there, kind of thing. When you shift into dark vision, you don't really see any other movement or anything going on besides the occasional as like something that looks like a head cracks and splits and like starts to emulate even more and continues to dissolve. If I use my dancing lights, can I just keep on my regular vision so that I don't have to? Yeah. Okay, so I'll use dancing lights so I don't have to keep switching back and forth. You send up your four globules of light, uh, emitting a slight purple kind of energy. Sorry. One of them sounds like they're ticking like a bomb about to explode. <laughs> ah, but you send them across and you can see there's all kinds of like red smears and green smears. There's everywhere. It looks like probably going to blunder with a little. Just kind of everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> As you carefully pick your way through, trying to step over and around, because there's there's two, three foot tall piles, and then there's two, three foot tall puddles of continuing to melt and dissolve. And it's warm. I mean, the lights are spiring heavy from just the heat emitting in the air from just that flash fire that came through. But fortunately, it feel, seems to feel like it's uh, the fire burned itself out. You're actually finding yourself having a little bit of difficult time actually breathing, and it's not sure if it's the stench or the lack of actual oxygen from the fire. I'm not sure. But as you continue to go forward, you go into that main area, and it looks like a, a pinwheel of red just spun. Just layers <laughs> everywhere. From all of them trying to run and melting and burning. In the middle, you see a Fairly large uh, pile go and give me a perception check. Okay, I feel like a terrible person. <laughs> but no, no. Action has consequences. Just think of it as a funny moment. Yeah. Shut up. Oh my gosh. I can imagine there's a What's wrong with you, though? How's your first? 13. 13. It's good enough. Um, I guess fair point on DCs for newbies and old blood. 10 is average, like a person walking by and noticing a shovel hanging on a wall is decent. Noticing a brown shovel against a brown wall, that might get a little harder. Noticing a pink shovel against a white wall, that might get a little easier, right? 10 is pretty much your average. Strength, intelligence, every check, every single thing, 10 is kind of like the basis of average. 15 becomes difficult, 20 becomes really difficult, 25 becomes really hard, and very few people can do it, and about 30 is a so, that being said, with that role, you kind of peer, peer and look and kind of shift 
you send your dancing lights over and they're kind of orbiting and you do see a little tuft of white fur arcing across like the middle of the skull as the skull continues to kind of melt. The eyes kind of look at you and not sure if they actually looked at you or if they just kind of melted and turned as it continues to melt in your skull. Can I go up to it and <laughs> I can't decide if I want to do this because this is really gross. But part of me wants to like nudge it with my foot or something just to. I would say give me a dex check. Will it be 20 as your dexterity modifier? Just to see if you can actually get there without slipping and sliding all over the place. Oh, 11. 11? Um, you slip a couple times and manage to catch yourself. You don't quite face plant, but by the time you get up to it, you're probably covered up in your jeans, one arm up to the elbow, and an interesting variety of colors. Okay. <laughs> it's actually starting to little like dry uh, in spots on your chin. But by the time you get up there, uh, the skull's almost completely melted, and you can just see a faint little bit of light through the hair. So nothing. The body seems to be slowly dissolving into goo. Okay. Shoes, but goo. So it doesn't seem like anything super interesting is down here, and it it seems like we killed all of them and everything, but that's also kind of like really if we didn't. Are you inner monologuing at this point, staring at the pile, or are you coming back up and telling your friends? I'm inner monologuing. But so, what are the records you do? I'm waiting, like, checking out for it. I was going to sit in the front room and just. Are those mine or yours? Mine. Don't worry. Say, honestly, for all the help you've given, top records. Many as you want. I don't know if I have this plenty of spare. Uh, anyone else? I was just talking to Drizelle like, have you ever celebrated Midwinter? Because I haven't. I was just that's very interesting though. Do you want me to get you a gift? I'm sure I have something. Uh, you would be familiar with Midwinter Festival, but as far as partaking, not as a child. And on the ship, it would be rare. Probably one of the few times that uh, the captain, I can't remember his name right now, Probably exchange gifts with his crew. Uh, you said you're taking watch, Thorfinn? Yeah. Give me a uh, perception check. Um, I have a question. So, press the digitation. It says um, to instantly clean. Like, mm -hmm. So, if I were to use that to clean, would it just come back and like. No, like, it okay. like clean the soil. <laughs> so, it's like imagine you were able to wash, dry, pull, and put right back on with what. Okay. Yeah, I want to. I want to climb up the ladder, and then when I make it to the top, I want to. Okay. Uh, give me a dex check just to get up the ladder with everything taking your boots. Okay. Six. Six. Looks fine. No issue. Sounds quiet. I like to start reading books. Ten. Ten. Uh, you slip a couple times, maybe bend your left shin, kind of smart a little bit, but you manage. So as you five, yeah, remember the count changed. Uh, you five are doing your 
individual various things or whatever, Cenefate pops her head up and as she comes up you see like this smudge of goo across her face. It's like starting to dry into a mask and she's muttering to herself and it just kinda like walks away like that's about some gone. So, how'd it go? <laughs> um, it looks like it went well, but that can also be deceiving. I still think there's a chance that some of them could be out there, but I did see some tufts of white fur that would hint that the bigger one may have been killed, but... Anyone in town knows anything about these creatures or the power of being in the shadows? I want to find him. Wait, Billy's pet, do you have white fur? Oh, the Yeah. It was more, I would call it cowboy. But it yeah. still had some white fur. Yes, but Billy seemed to have no issues with it. We have a shield. Billy, did we talk to her? She's a little kid. No, I mean, I don't remember talking to Abba, Abba, Abba she about Billy. No, you would not have, but she just said something about Billy. Oh. Well, dears, feel free. I'm sorry there's not extra room or extra bedding, but you're more than welcome to. She kind of looks at her front door and like, well, I guess sleep in the open because I can't really get that door closed. Smooth. Dresser. Never mind, don't do the dresser. Lights are blinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go do it. Okay. Oh, they like, stopped trying to like hold the dresser. Without an issue, you end up locking the door with the dresser. Um, if there's anything you guys want to take care of as far as short rest, role play wise, exchange wise, discussion wise. Look for two pieces of charcoal. That could be counted as gold. Can we recover the trap door with something? Sure. I don't know what does the when I go down in the sewer, is there any other way to get down there from other areas or is it just You didn't explore past that central Gosh dang it. But as of what you saw, it does appear to be one central corridor leading to a massive cabin. I still want to cover the sewer. Well, okay. Then they would have had to get Oh, so maybe when they came in and they attacked her and then they went down the trap door and they just kind of hung out in there? If there must be a room, like, when they went, when she went down the ladder, there was the right and the left. There was no right. I know, like, was it just that you went forward or not? You went I was going to say, if it was, like, up against the wall and there was, like, both sides, then they could get through. I'm still gonna cover the trap door just in case. Okay. Uh, I can take first watch. Um, I can also take second. Now that we don't have a out of game. Now that we don't have a war for us, I can basically stay up all night and just only sleep for six hours. It's really fun going back to watches. I'll do it. I'll take second watch. I'll take first. Who's taking fourth? I will. You're saying fifth. I'm fifth. And you're not going to take any more at all, is he? 
So at this point, you're kind of like, um, as they're talking about splitting up watches and you're doing the math in your head, you're like, okay, how long do you all sleep? Mm. Everyone else, because you only train for four hours. Oh, me? Oh, I forgot my watch. What in there? So yeah, you don't sleep eight hours. No. I didn't even know. Okay. So it's up to you whether or not you keep that information to yourself, but. Okay. I was going to say, I could take watch longer if some other people want to just, like, sleep the entire time. Yeah. Above table, just kind of mathematically throw it out there. Eight hours is a long rest. I know technically some rules kind of vary on that saying that you need to sleep for eight hours, and I don't agree with that. I think eight hours should be your long rest. Six hours of sleep minimum or more. And then at least two hours of downtime. And that downtime can be keeping watch. So in an eight-hour period, you get a long rest, but you need to sleep for at least six of it. For most individuals, you only need to do four of it. Okay. So out of if you cover the other four hours of the watch, there's only four hours of the watch to maintain, which means only two people hmm. outside of you have to cover watch. Okay, so I'll watch for four hours, but I'll t- I'll tell them that information. And tell them that I can keep watch for four hours. Okay. Wait, I'm not going to keep watch. <laughs> so you're supposed to Yeah, I'll take two, four, and then I'll I'll stick watch, take the last So you guys all, unless there's anything else you guys want to do, you want to bed down for the night, or can go ahead and roll me a perception check for your watch. Hang on, so do we all know what each other look like? No. Have you taken down your hood yet? I thought I did. Okay. But not in front of these two. I haven't taken down my mask yet. You don't know what I look like. Well, they look good. I don't have a hood or anything, so. Yeah, I'm sure you guys are nobody. Yeah. I'm a basic white So, guy. I guess that raises a question. You would have. The only knowledge you would probably have on Drell is like the very faintest rumor, whisper, but no real detail information. Can I have a. You would be aware of them because they sound what? like Drell. Okay. Aware of them, but mm, passing familiarity, like just as odd curiosity and a brief, brief statement because in the Fey world, they don't exactly. Well, I, I saw her though. Well, you've seen a few, yeah. but it's not like you're familiar or scared of them. You would probably have done a little bit more research given your intelligence score and your background. So you'd probably be familiar with the depravity of that race, uh, specifically Minzo Baranathan. Uh, that's more of an infamous drow city that is known for some serious assaults on the surface. But what well, history check? Natural 20. Plus 6, so 26. <laughs> 26. Let's go for that nearly impossible, guys, like you said at the beginning. <laughs> you have heard of a few, though the name escapes you, a few rangers and a few other drow individuals who like led lives of prominence and were very respectable and definite forces of good in the world. They're few, but they do exist. So all their names escape here. You can't. There are very few. Like they're 
barely mentioned in passing. And if you know of one that was rumored to be up north from where you grew up, even, but you can't remember what the name was because it was literally mentioned in passing. Like a description of the drought race, it says, though there are a few, such as the one traveler far north of blah, 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 10 pounds, blah, 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 blah. And it was just a great description that there was an individual who bought the horse. Can I just say out of, out of the session, was it, is that Fritz Dittering or Dittering? I cannot. What are you saying? Throw something at you for butchering that. All I heard was ginger. And I'm like, <laughs> sorry, I was talking to ginger. ginger. <laughs> I start walking over with my dagger. No, <laughs> let's not do that. Um, facing away from the group, at facing to the outside, so even if any of them woke up, I just want to take the hood down, the mask off, scrap the right side of my face, and put it back on. Take it off, the night air kind of hits the hamburger. Hamburger. And, um, yeah, not so much scratch, but it's like gently like a rub through the area, but it definitely satisfies that. Is there any need for a deep breath? Just take a deep breath, I just sit and just watch for like 30 minutes to an hour, and then I put it back on and go wake up the next minute. Um, give me one more perception check. Alright, man. Okay, nine. Yeah, yeah, here we go. End of your watch comes about. Everything's back on and I go to, and I go wake up Santa Fe. Santa Fe, you feel a shoulder kind of or a hand on your shoulder. Shoulder on your hand. <laughs> Get your shoulder off my hand! Stop it! What are you doing? I don't know why she talks in her sleep. That's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for it's time for your watch. Okay. So I'll get up, you know, walk over to wherever, wherever he was standing. Yeah, of course, I would imagine the front of the building. Front room, kind of behind the counter. Just between standing. the boards and the windows. Yeah. Actually, no, you were sitting on the floor with all your stuff. 
laid out, counting your components and reviewing your supplies. I would say, give me a charisma save. Actually, now that I think about it, charisma save. Yeah. All right. Uh, sixteen. Okay. Uh, it like tickled the back of your mind at one point during your watch. Uh, that was mainly spirit and time. But there's not time. You've already looked at it, and you're not sure. But after your watch, you want to go and give me a perception check to see what you see? Yes. Six. Six. How did you do worse than me? It you... was it was on 19, and then at the last moment, it tipped over to so a three. Good. I think you're so good. Fate is a fickle, fickle mistress. Mm. Uh, you spend your uh, four hours of your watch. Let me get that for the perspective. Thank you. Uh, kind of daydreaming almost. You get like images of uh, Feywild flash through your mind, uh, running through the thick grass and kind of like chuckling to yourself as you feel the grass corrupts your calves as you run through it. It kind of almost giggles back at you as you run through. Kind of shocked at the brightness and the joy of the world, but also knowing the few times that you were sad and kind of like letting yourself get down in the dumps about your parents. Uh, those times where the sky almost seemed to darken a little bit and the air got cool and like a small mist started to drift over the area. Very responsive to your emotions. And this world that you found yourself in is so alien to you. It's matter of fact, it's cold, it's not personal. There's no connection to the world. It's just everyone's on their own little island. Feels uh, but other than that, you don't really notice anything. Uh, anything you want to take care of on your watch? Um, well, I think it's better if I don't kill anyone in their sleep, so <laughs> no. I'm okay. sleeping with one eye open. <laughs> <laughs> What's your alignment? My alignment? Yeah. Uh, it's a CN. Chaotic Pretty sure you're not going to murder your. Random people. Yeah, but I also oh, wasn't sure on what I wanted to make my alignment, so no, I'm not gonna do that. Okay. Halfway through the campaign, still decided, no. still deciding. No, so how my character was last campaign. Your last campaign was. He was a bitch. Oh my god. So, end of your watch comes about. You're a few snores and sniffles, some restlessness. Uh, an unintelligible murmur comes from everyone in there. It almost seems like everyone battling their own inner demons as well. Can I, everyone, kind of listen in every once in a while? Can give me an insight check. We hear from you. Sixteen. What? Um, Candy. As you kind of listen in and kind of watch, like somebody toss and turn a little bit, like this a hand clench you get the impression that yeah there's definitely some emotional baggage with this speaking uh 
that's actually what leads you into reminiscing about the Feywild and your emotions and how it's so tied to this world. And it seems like this whole group of five random strangers that you're watching is dealing with their own personal trauma and there's no effect in the world. They're literally dealing with the trauma on their own. It kind of makes you realize that now you kind of understand maybe why people form groups and friends and whatnot because they have each other to lean on that can support each other through their own personal devils that they're going through. But yeah, you definitely would not will get perspective that everybody's got some of those perspectives. Maybe some more than others, maybe some hide it better than others, but there's definitely some a psychiatrist would make off well with this. <laughs> Group therapy! Yeah, sounds like a great idea. Guys, we need a therapist. I got some maybe you know, good powers over here. So when I was a child, you already know my backstory. We, we have a, a next session, next time we're doing our thing is Thursday, right? Where I can talk it through. <laughs> so Actually, other than that, unless there's anything else you want to do on your watch, your watch comes in close without incident, without any visible things occurring into you. Yeah, well, the Thursday might be a great time to explore the off party. Okay. Let's say I can be the therapist of the group. <laughs> my, my, uh, Psychological powers over here. I should be the therapist because I will not help at all and steal your money. Like most no. therapists. Well, I'm not. <laughs> Even though you have mind powers, I'll be the one that won't be affected. You'll go like, you're oh, you're sad? Right? Here, let me cut off your hand. Will that make it better? <laughs> yeah. That would, that probably gets your mind off. I'll just keep repeating it. How does that make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm gonna wake up uh, gooey. Is that what it is? Gooey? Okay. So, Gooey, um, you got a really low passive, so you're not aware until somebody shakes you away. Huh? Oh, is it my turn? Yeah. Actually, actually she got me by a short like, Okay. Wait, instead of, like, Screaming. shaking her, can I just, like, in her mind wake her up? Oh. Do you have that ability yet? Just for that. I don't know. Let me see real quick. Yeah, it's a. I can use message as a cantrip. Yeah. So just for that extra effect, because I want to. So you dreaming of snow, running up hills, and sliding down on makeshift sleds, and hearing your little brother you know, chattering away in your ear about how cold he is as you guys go racing down the hill, and the wind kind of beating at your face and like freezing the tears coming down your face as the wind hits you. You hear, do it. Wake up. It's your turn. Or whatever you decide to say. What would you like to say to him? Yeah, in front of just like, it's your turn. Here, it's your turn. And you're like, oh, it's my turn. I'm going down the hill. <laughs> Mental like, battle. Wake up. <laughs> so Gooey's like, eyes open. She's like, huh? Oh, okay. So Gooey, like, she still has like her blanket wrapped around her and she just kind of gives like six, like, by the door. So you go to finish your trance, and actually we'll have to look at that because I think thematically it can make more sense for you to have your solid four hours instead of your personal four hours. So we'll have to look at that. But anyway, for your for your watch, go ahead and roll up your question. My question is, does she have spoken? Wow. Five. And that's like I don't have anything. I would say to we're it. all full of like early campaign roles today. It's been great. Right 
crippled. I don't have to give away anything. Uh, with that role, though, you have to, you're kind of like watching and looking and kind of blinking. You're like, uh, trying to wake yourself up because you had a good six hours of sleep though, but you're tired, obviously. Um, but as you watch, you do see uh, one building like turn on and turn off. Here to turn on, turn off. I'll put it that way. Uh, you see, you hear like a door creak open, and then you hear a couple of hushed voices just carried across the wind, and then the door shut. It seems like people are awake in the town and they're kind of like probing to see if it's safe to come out or not. But you you don't see anyone actually physically in the town. Dewey's like thinking about what Abishu said, like how people give each other gifts and she's like, I want to do that. And so like oh, she's no. like looking through her bag like just to find random knickknacks that she has, which I don't think she actually has a lot. She has jewelry. Rolled on the trinket table, but I don't remember what you got. A four leaf clover pressed in, in pressed into a book of manners, which yeah. she needs to keep that. Yeah. So she has jewelry, jewelry, um, um and a three so dragon antler. In the winter, it's too hot in here. You want to nice out of too cold in here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all right. It's like that at school too. Yeah. yeah. Concrete floors don't really do a whole lot to hold the heat. She's just trying to like look through her bag and she's like, I'm gonna give the jewelry to uh, Brazil and I'm gonna give the, the carving to Thornton and oh, I think I'm out of stuff. Oh no. <laughs> she's just kind of. You start ripping out like scales and stuff like this. Oh good, this person. I think she has scales. She doesn't have scales. She's basically a dragon. No. No. Tiefling. She's not skin. Albino. Albino. I thought she was dragon. I thought she was dragon for a second. <laughs> from the card game. Everyone gets a single card from the card game. But you can definitely keep your eye out as you guys progress through the next day or two looking for things. So, you should like put that stuff back in her bag and she's like, okay, those, those two things are for those two. But after that point, kind of like as the night sky starts to kind of open up and brighten a little bit, and you hear a little bit more noise and a little bit more noise out in the streets of like people kind of like, safe? Or no, I don't, I don't see them. And there's just this general like cautious optimism that kind of floats across the streets. The rest of you slowly kind of wake up as well. So. Uh, I like to do a ritual casting to comprehend languages. So it doesn't take my spell slot, so it's going to take me about, it's the duration plus 10 minutes. It's going to take me an hour and 10 minutes to cast the spell. So, so well, you can do it as everyone's kind of waking yeah, up. Yeah, no, I'm going to. the paladin has to pray to solidify a spell. Aphrodite. The monk has to meditate. I have to sit. The fighter has to sharpen her sword. Both fighters have to check equipment and hone edges and weapons, and sorcerers just kind of like. <sighs> All right, let's go. That's a screw thing. I was thinking you guys don't mind. Like, Come on. Well, sorcerer's power comes from within. Study. I'm gonna work out your heart so you can have these. Meditation, <laughs> practice, practice. Oh my god. Here. I can't find it. So, add your own flair for morning rituals, if you will, because fighters, yes. To be fighters, you need to 
practice and hone your abilities and train with weapons and honestly weapons against each other or whatever, right? Just to hone your abilities and ensure that you are capable and always, right? The monk would probably be sitting there doing push-ups and squats and one-handed holds and planks with like an ear or whatever, right? <laughs> it's like ears facing down and they're just like doing push-ups with her ears. <laughs> But again, your character, your player, your character, your player, your character, your player. You, same That's thing. Fine. You got to study, but if you want to put personal player on it, you're more than welcome to. I'm literally just Whatever. sitting in a circle with like, just with pages around me, just like looking at different reading and just reading multiple different pages. Reorganizing and kind of yeah. stacking them up and going, what am I going to do One, today? So, two. Three. Put these in this order, and then you go through and study, 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 and that takes you about an hour. Same thing for you. Kind of like an internal meditation, if you will, to where you don't necessarily have a deity like Corin did. Actually, no, Corin didn't have one either. Oh, okay. He was uh, Oath of the Oath of the Watchers, uh, you wouldn't have a deity or a. Religious Aphrodite. ability to your meditation. He just plays Aphrodite. Aphrodite, how's it going? Aphrodite's the god. That's the one messing with the lights. But that's not where yeah. your spell yeah. comes from practice, and maybe it does come. I mean, honestly, you're playing your character. I have no problem taking freelance characters. You want the party. Taking the basic tenets from the player's handbook and or the other supplement material and twisting it in your own way, right? You've got to be happy with the character. Never says purple energy comes out, but I got no problem with that player. You want green or red or black or whatever, right? Or black generally necrotic, but if you want an exception to your spell craft, I have no problem with that. I was gonna say so I'm not left out so I can have a morning ritual, I can use my pre or prestidigitation and just clean myself. You're like <laughs> and your hair is straight and clean. Poof, yeah. your hair is straight and clean and like poof, poof. Kind of watching everyone do their own thing. When I hit someone with my frostbite sword, can it can it make can it like snow a little bit? No. That is you're talking about changing the mechanics of a weapon, and I'm not going to do that because those weapons were designed with an intent in mind. I feel like Lucian like Cinderella, like whatever she wakes up, she just kind of like comes to herself, like whatever she's praying, so she's like, mm-hmm. little mouse comes up and like just starts. <laughs> she's got special powers. Well, she's yeah, special. The morning's yours. Uh, the apothecary, um, not currently present. I'm doing the not present, which is fine. So I'll be gone for. So you take your hour in the morning to prep your spells, and then you take another hour to go ahead and. How long does that last? Uh, it's, uh, it lasts. It's a duration of one hour. Wait, it's one action time to cast, so it's like an hour and six seconds. So yeah. But uh, hang on, stop. Casting time is an action. Yes. So that would be ten minutes and six seconds to cast it as a ritual. Oh. What's the duration? Uh, one hour. So it lasts for an hour. Okay. So you spend an hour prepping for the morning, yeah. and you spend ten minutes. The ritual comprehension. Okay. So for an hour, once you guys break here, you'll have comprehension. Okay. 
Anything? Anyone else? Can I find something that I can put with my phone? Not within the apothecary box. Probably not smart to destroy the equipment. You wouldn't do so because that would be like abusing your weaponry. Your weaponry. No, like life. in the air, kind of. Well, you could go through like practice with your sword. Yeah. Yeah. Don't accidentally cut anybody. No promises. Anything else? Anyone else? Just waiting for my compliment or just like. Just waiting for the ritual to be done. Okay. So I would say within short time, you guys are all done and prep for the day. What do you guys want to do? I want to. I want to openly tell everyone that I want to try and find this uh, Zishan guy. Okay. He spells his name. Wrong. I want to read the lost manuscripts and see if I can understand it. While they're talking. Yeah, while they're talking, I'm just standing off to the side. I put my hand on and I just start like tracing underneath the words. Give me an arcana check. Okay. I think we should 22. Another one? Yes. I feel like we should go let everybody know that. You don't want me to figure it out. No, I don't understand what I want. I feel like we should let everybody know that the council. Well, we don't know if that's true yet. We don't want to give them false well, hope. Like what Thorkin said, maybe we should like set basically a trap. Lead everyone to the middle of town. So I we're sacrificing other people's lives? No, because there's like entrances and so we. Something else. And like, if we see one coming, we don't, I don't think they're about to put them I think it would be helpful if we went and found a Xishent and maybe he might know more about these things. She said that he was well traveled and that he might know about these creatures. It's about this point that you guys realize you guys have been up for about an hour and a half and still haven't seen the apothecary. Speaking of, is she dead? You know where she is? Yeah, where did she go once we were tired? To look around. We didn't even think about that. What if she would have killed us in our sleep? That's why we took watches. She's feasting on their guts. During our watches, did we see her? I look around the room. I look around the room. That would be really gross if she was down there eating the guts. All these snacks, protein. Natural you one. <laughs> you don't see Jack. You're looking around the room like, where'd she go? Here. Can I go look? She's like standing. Eventually, corner. as you guys kind of like, what the hell? You guys go knock on the door and. Open it, treat, she's not there. You guys stand back to the other room and you look in the den, and there's a note laid across the deck, a death saying, Went to go collect more herbs. Thor can kind of clean me out. Thank you again for your help. That was she. And it's at that point that you notice that there's a back door off of her deck. I would like to take the note and pocket it. I so go towards that door. You can write a letter or note from a pop. I have a little sheet so I can write down so I have notes and stuff because like keep paper that's important. You guys actually bring tablets. Wait, you have a tablet over there. I do. Thinking. 
in your middle drawer. Um, I go to like the back I'm sorry, what? I go like to where the like the back door. Okay. Where would one go to find more herbs? Probably in the wilderness. Unless they had a garden that they grew in. But since it's snowing, they kind of doubt that there could be. Yeah, like if it. If she's looking for more herbs and it's snowing, wouldn't the ground be covered in snow too? How would you find it? Yeah. There's different herbs all season long. Kind of big. <laughs> she's getting her gardening gloves on, her little shovels. Okay. Well, well in those places, there's bulbs and there's seeds and there's all kinds of things that survive throughout the winter. Well, she said that this. I don't want to but butcher the name. This guy is, is probably still here because he probably she said a couple days ago. So I think we should go look for him. Oh, yeah. Should we ask her what he looks like? We can't find her, but we didn't ask her what he looks like. How are we gonna find this dude? All we know is he's in town. That's what he looks like. I know I didn't <laughs> ask what he looks like. That's why I'm like. Hang on, if it's snow, is it snowing? You look outside. Yeah. What? You never said you did. Okay, oh, I open well, the shades. Uh, or not the shades, because there's boards. I, I look out the... Sorry. <laughs> I look out the boards on the Uh, As you guys kind of peek out the front of the building, no, it is not currently snowing. Uh, it, you actually see a few people kind of wandering back and forth and a few snatched conversations of, I think they're gone. I don't know, I haven't seen them lately. I don't know, it might be safe. Can I go and ask around, like walk out the doorless um, doorway and... You'd have to put the dresser in the best way to go Can we change the dresser? I'm too weak. Okay, so... Am I the only strong one here? So without much difficulty, you guys end up getting the dresser moved and open up and step out and it's early morning and you kind of squint against the daylight and it's... I wouldn't say bustling at this point, but there are some people kind of walking back and forth across the street, going from house to house to house. Some people are carrying small plates of, uh, you get an instant smell of like a sugary, tarty, sweet smell as people walk past or whatnot. And like, oh, sorry, sorry. And follow up against the weather. They're going from door to door. So can I ask around if anybody's heard of this uh, musician? Dude. And so you stop the first person that's walking by, and it's just a male dwarf, kind of rough, uh, thick beard, and he's uh, carrying a couple of uh, packages, like wrapped in wine. Like, hey, what? 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 What you need? I was. Have you heard of someone named Zishen? I didn't ring a bell. Uh, who? Who is he? That's what I'm trying to find out. I know he's here in town. I know. What? Why are you looking for him? This is none of your business. <laughs> I was just wondering well, if you knew who he's <laughs> Nice midwinter to you, too. And he kind of stomps off and has his front door. Kind of muttering under his breath as he walks by. And <laughs> the five of you are just like, Really? Okay, why don't. <laughs> 
somebody else do the talking. I do it. I'll do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so I'm the bad guy now. You know, I just saved this I entire think, uh, town. I think people should uh, talk. I can talk. No, we've heard Cadence talk for a very long time. Who's Cadence? Out of game. I think that this person needs to talk. Because he practiced talking to other NPCs. <laughs> I think it's funny. Actually, hear your voice once in a while. <laughs> yeah, there's no need to talk. And Christian could just kind of like push his head up while I'm like, go talk. I go up to another person that's walking around. Uh, standard human female in uh, long dress, thick winter boots, like all fur lined up to her knees and whatnot. Oh, oh, are you cold? Oh, no, you're just one. Of, okay. What can I do for you? <laughs> you <laughs> um, happy midwinter, I guess. Happy midwinter to you, and to you, and to you, and to you. I'm not even with the group. I'm still reading the manuscripts. Okay, so you haven't left the apology? No, I haven't. Okay. What about me? I didn't get a happy midwinter. Well, <laughs> says it's all Have you heard about this guy named Zashimp? Zashimp. I don't know Zashimp. Um, Zashimp. Oh, uh. Is that that older fellow that was hanging out with Abishi? Yes. yes. Do you know oh. what we? Do you know what like what he looks like or where uh, we can find him? He's human, longer white hair, kind of a widow's peak. Uh, dresses, I would say nice, but they're kind of old, a little tattered. Maybe a long time ago. Do you know where we accidentally kill him? Uh, <laughs> That's the white version. <laughs> Maybe over by the north gate. Okay. Oh, where's that at? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so you're not from here. Okay. You are currently on what we call Blood Island. Don't let that scare you. It's just a name. But down that road or down that road, there's. You, if you go down that road, you're going to turn to your right. If you go down that road, you're going to turn to your left. I would say go that way because you go that way, you're going to go down across the. So if you go that way, you're not going to go across. But if you go down that way, take a right, go all the way down until you see the very edge of the walls, and there's a gate leading out, and it's facing north, and we can call that the north gate. Okay, thank you. I like, what's this person's name? I like this person. Completely random NPC. Okay, okay that's I'm gonna, I like that name. Completely Sherry. Random. Her name is Sherry. I work, wait, Sherry or Sherity? Sherry. Oh, I was going to say, I work with this an old lady named Sherity. This is a real name, okay? Not <laughs> made up. She he came up with three names, uh, Chuck, Bob, and Sue. Chuck, Bob, Sue, okay. Matt Nickers. So I want to hand Sherry just one piece of gold and then start walking towards that. Oh, thank you very much. Kind of pockets it, kind of bites a little bit, and pockets it, skips off one room. Why would you bite money? You never know if it's a good chocolate. He's good. Is it water? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Did you just spray him and blind my son? <laughs> I did that because I thought it was water. Nope, he's got some uh, go-go juice in it. You can really taste it now, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Great. Christian just, Christian's like, come on guys, let's go to the, the north gate. And they're just kind of skipping along. Okay. That has our hood up. As you guys progress, um, actually a few people end up saying, oh, are they the ones that Abishi? As you guys kind of pass, and you get the few discussions that Abishi must have said something about a group of six strangers and given Jake's description. Uh, 
about who you were and how you had helped. Um, you are. Let me give you a map. So you guys are able to walk. I love maps. Oh, yo. This is the city of Luskin. You guys were on Blood Island. And the North Gate's way up here. So there's all kinds of shops, and you'll see several uh, homes that are turned up. So now that you're getting away from that center area where it seems all the commotion was, uh, you haven't really been this deep once you get past the throat area. Uh, you mostly stayed at the beach or the islands area. But, yeah. yeah. Um, as you progress deeper and deeper, you see more and more like trackless uh, sink. You see more and more decorations, more and more garlands and streamers, a few trees decorated, a uh, few like bakeries are open, warm smells of food coming out. Uh, it's just starting to like actually open up, and it seems like as you guys are walking, the town is opening up for you almost as the news of the threat is gone. We saved the day. See, that little dwarf should have been thankful because I saved his life. I should have told him. Like, like, respect <laughs> me, I saved the day. Like, okay, Cartman. <laughs> what? Cartman. <laughs> respect my authority. Respect my authority. Huh? You don't like South Park. No. I, oh. I know what it is, but I don't. I love Respect my authority. <laughs> anyway, Gushin's like almost like overstimulated by all this because like she's never you been, would be. and so like Gushin, she like grabs Drizelle's hands and is like like that close to his face, and she's like, "Isn't this such a happy time?" Drizelle's <laughs> gonna kind of like push Gushin away, like. Did did we did this game? Good. Did we celebrate Midwinter? The only ones that would have been, Drizelle would have known about it and not really seen any celebration of it until she actually probably a few years after meeting her captain. Dorkin would have celebrated it to a muted and somber kind of like scholarly feel with his family. Harriet, no. Midwinter would not be something that would be regularly celebrated in the household. And Gishun would be completely oblivious. And then I'll say that's all So the only one really knowing about it would be the corner. Mm -hmm. I guess that's the point. That's the corner. It's the corner. Yeah. You should just like really happy, like above the ears and usual. Just you just never experience anything. We like calm this. down. No, I've never it's 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 happy, you know? I'm just gonna be kind of silently walking along like ahead of everyone, just kinda like trying to get there like speed walking. So as you, uh, you end up passing like one window and you look in and there's uh, swords and shields and all kinds of like armaments in there, but the big old sign on there says closed for midwinter. Um, you go to the, run across the street to the other one and it's a very dense shelf book library, just book after book after book after book after book after book. You have to look next to you and there's Thork and his log on. I said I was, I'm still in the apothecary because I was reading the manuscripts, so I never said I went with them. Okay, so 
Well, because I told you I was trying to read the manuscripts. I got a point to you and said nothing about it. Sorry. Is this book short So, hang on. Um, with that 22, I would say that you don't grasp the language, but it starts to make sense. There's a pattern. Um, it's a set of stops. Oh. Right. But you can't quite grasp the language itself. You're able to make out a few things that you think would be the right intonation, especially with comprehend languages accents, but it's a completely alien language. It's a nice like comprehend language. With the 22, that you realize this spell and language did not already originate in the known planes. Oh. It's from somewhere for. Spell <laughs> You're. Not sure where, you've never seen language before, but with the 22, you do recognize yes, it is spelled, and no, it is not. What words, could I, word. what words could I discern from it? Not so much words, it's the like, format. Like, you don't understand the language, but as a music major, you recognize a French written song because it's got a certain cadence of language. So, can I understand? Is it like, is it like a necrotic spell? Is it a damaging, a healing? With the 22, you recognize that it is a spell and it is not magic. Okay, that's what you get for a 22. Fast forward. Now that I'm, now I'm staring at the bookshop, is it open? So, no. As you get, you guys are walking along and everything, the bookshop you stand next to is Morgan's kind of staring. You both kind of look at each other, both look at the books. Uh, it's also dark, there's no one in it. It is closed in this winter as well. But there are a plethora of shops that you pass and kind of bounce back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You're trying to kind of skip ahead and look over your shoulder, kind of like, oh, come on. Kind of Hi, mom. One of the um, classical things. <laughs> there are a few stores open. You do find uh, another herbalist shop. You find a potion dealer, a basic uh, traveling place. Uh, you walk up to this one, and there's hats and hammers and shovels and boots and rude rough clothing. Uh, there's some winter clothing in there, like very, very thick wool and furred and almost looks like it's got a rubbery texture to it. I let you buy two gold pieces worth of charcoal. Or twelve gold pieces worth of charcoal if I can find uh, Herbless Shop wouldn't have it. The potion maker would. Uh, I, without getting into like massive wolf layer. Um, I would say the potion maker you would be able to get about eight gold pieces. Okay. You shouldn't face for it, Rune. Like, like, that's her gift to him for Midwinter. Okay, so you add some potion maker for a charcoal and like, oh, I think I've got some. How much do you need? And, well, I think I'm going to part with it all. Uh, eight gold worth. Um, I would say, honestly, as you get it in your hands, it feels more like a center cloak. Oh! It's, he doesn't normally sell charcoal, so he just threw another one. So, so as he says this, then you reach across and lay eight gold on the counter? Yep. So what I, I had eight, should I write down 16 or should I write down 18 or 20? Write down 20. Oh, for total. As Jashun pays for your charcoal. Happy midwinter! Put hand on shoulder and I, thank you. I may be able to do something really cool. Make us a pet. No. Like send me home. <laughs> Don't worry, I can get I can do that for you in about a few levels. Uh, level nine, talk to me. 
at this point right now, is there anything that you guys are actively seeking? Basic common items. Kind of thing. Just like random knickknacks for... Um, uh, one thing you do after you lay down that coin and he says something, give me a perception check. Sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, you look across the street because this like click, click, click of like wood on wood kind of keeps hitting your ears and it's distracting enough that where as you lay that and he says something, you almost don't even respond as you look in a corner eye, you see another shop that's open. It says midwinter gifts last minute for the kiddos. You should like run so over, you run there. over there because there's all kinds of these wooden uh, rocking horses and small little like uh, wooden swords and shields and it is like a massive old tiny whistle and obviously still open on a midwinter day train guys out front this halfling standing up on his little bench shut up don't forget the next ones and even maybe the naughty ones come right on in come right on in we've got all kinds of flair for those kids so vision just kind of like looking around she picks up the wooden sword and is like, I think Sylvester would like this. Wooden sword will cost you 18 gold pieces. <laughs> Inflation's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I would say four copper pieces. Oh, Sam, I don't have any copper. You have gold. Yeah, gold. Give him a gold piece and then just take like gold is 100 copper. Give him a gold piece and take like a handful of stuff. Okay, so like what else is there? Uh, basically any wooden knickknack, same shop kind of things you can think of. There's sleds, there's, uh, there's actually some costume jewelry in here. There's a basic accoutrement of items. If you would like, you can roll a D100. Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Is there anything that Harriet is doing or Drizelle? Just gonna wait for Kasu to finish it. Right? No, She's getting you guys gifts. Chill. He's being nice. Harriet? I have nothing I need from here. That's a light down. Yes. We don't even know if she's gonna fight. We haven't even seen her fight. 34? I thought you were going with the D20 or something. A smoker. rectangular metal device with two tiny metal cups on one end and a string with a ball on it. So as you kind of like look at this, ah, yes, fun one for the kiddos. Works on their dexterity. So you see, you swing it up and the little ball on a string comes swirling around. You got to bring it in. Fusion's like, I think Harriet. So she picks that up along with the wooden sword. Uh, Three copper for that. Oh, and a sword for that. Five copper total. Is there anything else I can help you find? So she's like, uh, and I head over and just look for anything. Only just two for those. Uh, about forty-five. Pretty much just looking for other items and such. Nothing in particular, anything that could be of use. You find a very very small, like wooden chest that has four feet on the bottom and when you open it up it's got a faint like scribble and they're like a 
very poorly drawn, like wood carved uh, eyes and tongue. So it's like somebody trying to make a mimic. Wait, what's That's backwards. You should fix that up and be like, I'm going to give this to Cinefair. Wow, that's 10 copies here. 15 copies. Is there anything else? Uh, so uh, anything of use that could be good for magic items. So I'm guessing it's just going to be a trinket shop where I have to roll and see what I find. Alright, I'll start rolling. It's, that's almost towards the clothes for a thing with holidays. Aim it for that dragon pile. Uh, what do I need to roll? That's all. Just a 10 and a D100? Yeah, D100. Alright. Percentage though. Welcome to the Childs, where we invest a lot of time into trinkets that we never use and ever again. And we spend yeah. an hour planning on a plan that we don't even use. <sighs> I'm just gonna be like standing in the middle of the street. Come on, mom, five more minutes. You actually <laughs> find a leather thong. Uh, oh, wait, what? what? <laughs> okay, let's clarify here. A thong is simply a string, like a necklace or a flip flop <laughs> or undergarment. It's essentially a string of material that connects two other pieces. Okay. So but it's a leather bomb, like a necklace, <laughs> that has a raven pendant built into it. And it's only got one little, like, broken DDI, but it looks like the gem was removed. Would this, what would the, so I'm guessing, what deity is a raven? This kind of sounds like the music in like Sims. They have the like enchanted. <laughs> of course, you're talking thing. about Sims. <laughs> like <laughs> they have the like vampire town one, yeah. like enchanted oh, town yeah. thing. Yeah, I have that pack on the PS4. Our mom yeah. has every single pack. Uh, she That's actually so does not have the werewolf one, the Star Wars one, this or there's one other one that's very fantasy. I she has everything else. So I know who's staying over for dinner. So the only ones that I would play, she doesn't have. I have the. I only have two. I have the vampire one and then I have the like wizard one. I have the pet one. You have the pet one? That's cool. I want to get so many more, but they're like they're really. So I know. Like, why are they this expensive? I've almost spent like 600 hours on my game. It's like. I think 750 hours. Oh my god. See, I just like building the things. Like building the characters. Like, like her, I just like, 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 like her. Like I like making the characters. You guys are going to do a face-off. Like, hey, okay. <laughs> you have this set task and you have this set task. Go. I'm it's a like a Minecraft person, so I, like I like building the characters, designing them, and designing the houses. I don't like them. Same. Yeah, it's just like building the house is definitely my favorite. I like ruining people's lives by making them have a very addictive Addicted to gambling. <laughs> Forcing someone that doesn't like kids with a hundred kids, you know. <laughs> Are we talking about Sims while playing D&D? Mm-hmm. Because I'm trying to figure out what a raven means. Yeah, I don't remember what that is. I don't write it in, so you guys are actually I did. Well. Hey, it's us. What did you expect? See, I don't want to shop. These people Come on, Mom. I gotta figure this stuff out. I'm not gonna waste an hour. I will have to get to you later. It must be on one of my other notebooks. 
All right, uh, I will uh, go ahead and take it. Three copper. She's paying. I'm not there right now. What? Did you get? Are you in the toy shop? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Gushin, so Gushin just walk hands him one gold. He's like. So you were at 15, 18, so you will get 82 copper back. Okay. Can I just like grab a handful of stuff on the table and just walk away? I like, I, I like, I'm like, how much would just handful of rams, how much would this cost? Uh, is it three gold? No. I set it down, pull out a three gold. I pull five gold because, you know, midwinter. Put it out there. What do you say, like, in, I honestly don't know. Do you say, like, happy midwinter, good midwinter? Uh, happy midwinter to you. I'd say happy midwinter to you. Take this stuff and just walk back. Okay. Maybe to get in the midwinter spirit. So add about two pounds of wooden knickknack toys. Okay, I can't wait to roll through, can't wait to roll uh, through all so these trinkets later. Gushin like pays for the stuff and then she goes back and she hands the wooden sword to Salute. Thank you. And it says Merry or Happy Midwinter. She hands like the like the fake mimic chest to uh Cinefe is like, happy midwinter. She hands like the cup thing to Harry. It's like, happy midwinter. And then she pulls out the jewelry and hands it to Giselle. It's like, happy midwinter. I go over to I go over to um Gushu and I give her like all the trinkets I find. I say, happy midwinter or good winter to you. And I just set them down right in front of her. You can look through it later. I figured you'd like the trinket stuff. You do realize that I'm like almost like at my capacity. Yeah, I give it to you. Just two pounds worth of small wooden trinkets. You made me go away from 69 pounds. How dare you? Alright, there's some weapons. What on my phone? Why did you give this to me? It's midwinter. Like like Eva she said, like you give gifts and stuff. How much did this little box cost? Why do you want to know? How much did the box cost? Cost uh, 30 gold. About like three copper. Okay, I'll just I'll give you a piece of gold. Oh, thank you. Happy Midwinter. Your inflation is crazy. Inflation <laughs> is insane. Sellers market. Sellers market, guys. Holy crap! I'm gonna be broke by the end of this game with all the gold <laughs> I just keep handing out. You know, if you just want to keep handing out gold, not I could use some parchment paper. I have no personal things I have. Okay, no, I'm only handing out gold if you give me something. How that works. How much gold do you even have? Let's go buy a break. Can we wait a little bit? Can you wait a little bit? He said me. <laughs> I don't know how big my bladder is, but... Um, Harriet, you are the only one that would have noticed as everyone is going back and forth, back and forth from all these door windows, or not everyone. Definitely a shoe, Dorkin occasionally. The other three uh, kind of like bouncing back and forth between the end of the road and come back, end of the road, come back. Like, oh, um, you notice at this point uh, an older individual's got a hood up, but long gray hair that kind of flows out. And you realize, like, I've seen that person before. And it's at that point that you don't, it dawns on you that you saw them. A couple of blocks ago, and yet here it is. It seems like they just cut another corner. But 
Well, I was gonna do something, but now I want to go chase after that guy. Well, you don't know him. Yeah. Um, Everything on the salt, which okay. is the highest effort. Yeah. I want to send a message into everyone's head and be like, "Let's go." Okay, I'm done waiting for you Not guys. Me. So go, 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 go. Not me. You can't send it one to all. You gotta send it. Yeah. I just look at everyone. Like, I'm done, I'm coming. You're like, what? what? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I just see you all turn your heads around. Hello? No, you would have heard it unless you're resistant. I am. I don't know, stop. Your character is resistant to psychic damage, right? Yeah. That doesn't mean what? the psychic spell doesn't go through. You're just resistant to psychic damage. Yeah, that's There's no damage Well, read message to me. You point your finger toward a creature within range and whisper a message. The target and only the target hears the message and can reply in a whisper that only you can hear. You can cast this spell through solid objects if you are familiar with the target and know it is beyond the barrier. Magical silence. One foot of stone, one inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood blocks the spell. The spell doesn't have to follow a straight line and can travel freely around corners or through openings. Okay, so yeah, there's no damage, there's no save, so you yes, you would have gotten that. Reply. Nah. Nothing. Well, that makes me wanna. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'll just leave without you. I'm gonna start um, heading towards the uh, arcade. I'm following and I'm with a little pendant thing in my just pocket. I'm following. I'm following. The following's like two pounds of stuff in the hand, so. What is what? Oh, so now you want to follow. <laughs> I see how it is. Let's start a fight. Uh, since Spooshie doesn't want to carry all this stuff, she's just like, as people walk by, she's just giving random things to random people. Like, I think the blue here. I think the blue here. Here's a cigar. Here's a sword. Um, as you guys get close to the north gate, uh, you can see the north gate on the distance. And as you take a quick scan around, you realize there are no inns by the North Gate. And you're like, okay, wait, we would have been saying there's inns or somewhere close by. So as you guys kind of scan around, as you guys all turn, right there's that same figure that you had seen standing there. Kind of like nods and folds back his hood, and you can see white hair, large widow teeth. Ew, oh. Now, what's he like? Look, Kushin, Harriet, Orchid, Griselle, Cinephetic. Guys, I found them! How do you know our names? Santa! <laughs> oh, no. Wait a minute! Oh my god! Mind if we sit while we have this discussion? I'm an old man. My years are running out. Yeah. As long as we get what we need to know, by all means, do whatever you need to do. How do you know our names? Probably have He pulls up a bench and he kind of looks over at you like, Where do you get the bench from? <laughs> Did he just pull one out from his back? to a bench and said, I'm going to go sit down. Hold on, I was talking. So it's like this open courtyard area up towards the, the north gate area right there where it's kind of open. Okay. okay. Uh, kind of looks like in my younger days, I was a warlock. My patron was Zilbunia. She taught me many things. One, how to listen to the wind. I knew you guys would be coming in the area. I knew this town needed aid, and I also needed aid. Wow. 
Why do you need Did you idea? ring me in my head? Are you the one telling me to come here? You whispered on the wind in a conversion. A woman's voice. Oh, okay. How dare you? I swear it was a woman's voice. Nope. <laughs> I was sleepy. <laughs> I was sleeping that day. Sabona told me to listen to the wind and taught me many things, and getting old, my adventuring days are behind me. But I have not heard from Zilbena in several months now. My girl concerned, and I'm looking to see if maybe a young group, as I once was, would go on an adventure. To make sure she's safe, secure. And I will be more than healthy, happy to trade favors or treasure for your time. Okay, so before we agree to anything, I have a couple of questions, and I'm also interested in your adventures. I have questions as well. So Why are you guys doing this? Discuss. Okay, um, I... Do you know anything about portals? I've heard there's been numerous portals appearing everywhere in Pharaoh. Sometimes nothing happens, sometimes people are. Sometimes monsters appear, and sometimes people disappear. Okay, because I emerged from a portal a couple days ago, and I'm interested as to why that happened. That I cannot know. Without my connection to Zelvina, I don't. I've lost my greater abilities. So if I find Zabina for you, will you Zabilna for you? Can you do your connecty thingy and help me find my way back home? Oh, so how do you spell that? Where is home? Okay, why? It seems we can't help each other. Zelda is in the face. Oh, perfect! That just works perfectly then. I do know of a crossing that is close. It won't be there for long, but it is there now. I have a couple questions. How do you spell that name? Did you refer to it? That name? P-H-A-T. Not like that. Uh, your friend's name. Zabilna? Yeah. Z-Y-B-I-L-N-A. And then, around this time, have you seen these green, about two, yes. three, two, three feet tall monsters? Do you know anything about them? The Gomans. They're what? Gomans. Um, there's uh, his, a distance, and I was surprised to see one, but a Maccabee came in town recently. Billy's Maccabee. Uh, they're from a far off realm, and possibly maybe one of these portals dropped it here. Uh, but when unfortunate things happen, Gomans appear. So they're spawned from Maccabee. Caretakers who are not special. About that. The, owner, the owner is a little boy. He said his dad, his dad yeah. brought it back from his long adventures. So you must be talking about the Billy. Yeah. I will go talk to Billy. Billy said he got. Billy said he got it. Pet got wet. Got wet, and then four copies came out. Yes, but as they continue to get wet, they continue to. Oh uh, yeah, she knew, she committed yeah you know, she committed mass genocide on them. She killed Fire the six foot tall ones. Fear not, Romans are they are the worst of the worst. But so I made a smart choice. Like all not, of that, but, but, but you're welcome, but, everybody. Yeah. But, 
several kingdoms waylaid by Gorin. I'm pretty sure I killed him. That would be fortunate. I do have a question. They're not terribly difficult, but they are new. Messing up plumbing and... Oh, no, I'm still wondering how you know our names. He boat. said the wind. Taught me to listen to the Run wind, and I heard your name. I know you each <laughs> seek something, and... I can potentially impart knowledge in order to Speaking of knowledge, I have. Can we speak in private about this? Just because I don't know exactly you what may, this is. You may, but just know that the time is limited for this process. I know it's, it shouldn't take long, but just at the end of the conversation. I need to go talk to her. What is it possible? Where is it? About three days. South of here, the witch like carnival has arrived in the material plane. Yeah! Okay. <laughs> there is, I don't know where, I've not been in ooh, 70 or 80 years now. But there's, um, there is a fey crossing that is at the witch like carnival. Is it near this? Um, because they're in hills? No. What this is, is south of Luskin. Would I know where they were going? Just material point. Okay. So, seems like we can help each other out here. What were those trinkets you were talking about offering? Uh, I have a bit of a variety of treasure or perhaps information. I need info. This girl? Uh, I know Give us everything the, you have. <laughs> the carnival's ran by a pair of Shadark High elves, Mr. Wish and Mr. Light. I think they're still in charge. I know they're not the original owners. They got it well, about a hundred years ago. They're still in charge. I've been to the carnival. I don't need to know more information. About Hang on. Player Blair, what is participating uh, in? Player Blair, yes. Discussion outside of okay. No, I just want something. No. I was going to talk to him about the lost manuscripts and see if he's if there's any way he could help me with understanding exactly what spelled is. I would say in your studies, knowing the difference between warlock, sorcerer, and uh, wizard, warlocks don't read spells. They're gifted power by people. Okay, so what? Other information does he know that we don't? Well, I mean, okay. Um, he said he's willing to offer up information. What information? Do me this favor. I'd like to share that information. Okay. Um, but if you're asking, synthetic. Do um, you wish to really know who Waxface was? Return home. Not the home you live, but the home you love. 
You said something about treasure. I know these two are fighters. Have that one. Huh? Do you have any weapons or some sort that may help him, or um, any spells that could help assist me? I need info. I don't know. There's a Stay. plus two wand for war damage. Who in the hell? Do I know a worm witch? A worm witch or worm witch? Let's say any of that. I did not hear what you said at all. Plus two wand of the war mage. War mage. Oh, what does that do? Well, do me this favor. We turn back, and the treasure is yours. What if we get stuck in the Feywild, though? There should be helpers along the way. I don't know. I want to. Um, so I'm looking. I'm looking at him skeptically at this point, and I want to use a message, and I want to ask him how he knows who I. Your mother loves you still, though her memory fades. Ooh, parent trouble. Somebody has got. Don't talk about my mother. <laughs> Somebody's got mommy issues. Before I don't talk about my mother. I need to know this before I do it. permission to use people. We don't want to throw a. Do it. Well, now everyone knows I have mommy. The question issues. never asked. <laughs> no, because it would have been messy. I know. But, but, we, but we know. The question never asked is a solution that we're given. I like your question. Uh, I, I don't want to do it with in front of them. Uh, I have a question. Nothing venture, nothing game. You tell them. Yes. Do you know where my family's at? Because I was sent here through a portal and I don't know where they're at. Your family's alive and well. You should like size Stop the home. But the golden ones are still on. Now are the golden ones, do they just wear gold armor and they just like, oh. I don't know, I only know what the wind says. Oh, thank you, appreciate it. Oh, I'm gonna have an epiphany. Not an epiphany. It's a problem. It's an issue. Guys, she fell. <laughs> she fell off her stones. <laughs> uh, I actually do require information from you, but I assume I will get this information when, uh, the task is completed? Yes. I'm just, do you know I'll what, do right my do you know what information I request though? Do it. The one responsible for your village is known to your elders. Perhaps the answers lay in their histories. So I could have missed something after I know not. I would have a very interesting conversation with this one. <laughs> Alright guys, what's your family issues? Yeah, My mom beat me. Therapy circle. Whoa! <laughs> hey, I have mommy issues too, hey, but guys, my mom I'm... loves me, so... <laughs> uh, let's head down south. We all, we all have stuff we need. I have no need to stay in this town. To the circus we go! No, and and to the bathroom I go, because I really get Hang on! No, I need to ask him a question. Hey, I have to go I threw it. Hey, you're back. Do you know a pretty pretty splendor? No. Your clay plan has left this plane, but the hammer returns. Why? I don't know. Tomorrow. 
so you know how they look. I know I the wind informs, but it does not teach. This dude's on about something. Okay, so then they go to limbo. That's my question. <laughs> why? 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 So, um, kind of out of game question. Okay. Um. So when he says the way I interpreted the way he He's said about you, the way you said that. Uh, The, I'm not asking you to tell me how to interpret it. I'm saying the way I interpreted the. So he said, um, I'm trying to think of how to say this. The way you said, don't go to the home you lived, but the home you left. You left. And what the way I interpret that is the drow place, but where is that? It's in, it's in the Feywild, right? One more question. Yeah. I don't know. Five years old. I, well, I would say you probably would have been taught your histories a little bit from those that knew a little bit. Um, you would have been told that the drought originated from the prime material plane and lived in the underdark, which exists thousands of feet below the Earth's surface. So that's probably the extent that the druids and whites were familiar. Another question. So, have you heard of? Someone's nickname being Hammer. No, I just told you that the Hammer returns. Why did the, the, the bird push me? Do you know anything about that? Do you know who that is? I know not why he seeks to cause mischief. But I do know your mentor's opponent seeks information from other monsters. Can I <laughs> use message and ask him how to get to the drow? What is what would I call it? Drow kingdom or what? Drowdom. Drowdom. <laughs> you kind of look like there's several cities underneath. Some large, some small. How do I get there, though? One must find access to the underground. How do I do that? If I don't know, I don't. Underground's not a place for a frail human like home. Okay, I'm not. I'm not gonna give you. Any I know. I just really yell at him and shake him and just give me all the information you know. Tell me. Well, this particular person does not know. Well, I want them to know. So. Well, I'm gonna make you know. Stop, 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 stop. Does it? Does the wind say that hammer every ever wind? Just what it told me that your claim returned home, but the hammer returned. Okay, should we start heading towards Argus? Yeah. I would advise that because it is three days travel and I know not how long they will be. Yeah, well, so. Are there any horses in this town? They generally take her a few days. Okay, so I'm gonna outwardly like tell everyone and say, like, hey, we should start heading towards the circus now. I agree. I know, but. If there's horses in the town, then you need much faster than foot. Let's go steal some horses. 
Uh, we, we should probably pay for them. Yeah, we should probably pay for them. Uh, yeah. Uh, like, do you know like where like any like horse stables would be? Uh, you time. probably won't find much activity today with midwinter. Right. But three days on foot isn't an arduous task. So let's go onward. We should onward see. south. Let's go. When you get across the Feywild, please note. Zabilna is a fairy godmother to mortals. She created the carnival as a means by which mortals could enter her realm and besiege her in. So this flight that Kashim. Yeah. While exploring the snowy hills close to home, your younger siblings were lost and suddenly returned home, saying a woman showed them the way, and her description matches the description that uh Lashem gave you. Harriet, your mother fell ill during one of your pregnancies, one of her pregnancies, sorry. Whoa! With the 11th child. And a midwife showed up to heal her. And this midwife, I mean, as Vashant describes the Vilna to you, you just get this image in your head of this serpent. Thornton, you're not here. When searching a merchant ship that you had stopped, a woman whispered, to you to check behind some barrels, only to find some gems hidden there that you were able to give your captain. Senefe, a woman matching the description that Zedish uh, Tant gives you of the Vilna, was rumored to have spoken to the elves passionately to guide you and accept you as one of their own. But you never met them. Salute. While healing, a woman came to visit the halfling. And gave salute you some medicine, a very, very bitter tasting tea. And that was the only real memory outside of the halfling right there. But we'll go ahead and take a full bio break here. As you guys depart from town, I would say you're probably midday at this point, so you can only really get about half a day's travel. Uh, where is Zabilna? Zabilna? Where is she in the Feywild? There's a domain of delight ruled by Zabilna called Prismir. She dwells in the Palace of Heart's Desire, a magnificent structure in the heart of the domain. You would have Faintly heard of Prismir area, but never traveled there. She can assume many different forms and is very brilliant, secretive, and wise. When she presents herself in mortal, she usually assumes the form of a woman with long white hair and a small tattoo shaped like a chicken foot to follow one eye. Interesting. Wait, it's gotta be done. What about chicken foot? She has a small tattoo under one eye that looks like a chicken foot. Oh. Baba Yaga. Go. What? Did, did he, the guy that we were talking to, did he say that she's bad? She's a patron. She rules uh, basically like a fairy godmother in one. So she's good. She's the one who originally created the Witchlight Carnival. It was called something else back then to allow individuals an opportunity to 
come to the paywall and to pay subscriptions. But nothing else in time? Um, I want to add just since there's any questions. Sure. So Jamil, what we're talking about this great. Like, you know, some might create like a The vessel is gone from this world, but its crew still travels this world. It's also gonna like let me let it come in away a little. So we'll take a bio break. So you guys go ahead and leave Luskin for your three day journey out in search of the Witch Lake Harvest. So we are back from break. Um, let's get some You play on the road again? I'm on the road again. <laughs> You're eating a carrot. How do you have my phone? Okay. Oh, because of your chat. So, <laughs> so alright. Uh, you guys are departing about midday from Luskin up by the north gate, and you are told to travel. South for two days, and then east one day inland. But you guys are departing midday, so you only have about a half a day's travel in front of you. Is there anything you guys want to resolve before we actually head into the wilderness of the Sword Coast? Well, yeah. shops are closed, so I have nothing. Okay. Actually, is there a way we can get like a cart and a horse so we're not walking? Uh, Zashent told the group that with Midsummer's or Midwinter's festival going on, probably not going to have anyone open. Most individuals are at home with their families. Gushin, what money? I have money. I have money. Hang on, really quick. How much money do you have? You're just poor. Gushin gives us. How much money do you have? Zashent. 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 Just like a few trinkets. It's like, uh, Merry, Merry Midwinter, or Happy Midwinter. And to you. So guys, you're going to be nice. <laughs> I think you're crazy. Thank you. Okay, so with nothing going on, you guys are heading out to the wilderness. Midday. Marching order? Uh, how are you guys traveling? I mean, obviously on foot, but... I want to do the back. How the roles have turned. <laughs> uh, You'd probably be online, to be honest. You guys are all relatively the same speed, except Harriet's kind of a, every now and then kind of like pads in front of the group and then have to slow down and wait for you guys to catch up and circling back and forth. Uh, anyone want to give me a D20 roll to see how the day goes? I was going to ask if I could start doing this. It's going to take me about an hour and 10 minutes. You have to stop and do that. Oh. Because it's about setting up the components and setting up the plan and like doing it. Okay. Sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, the day progresses fairly well. Uh, it's cold, but it's not bitterly cold. 
Uh, you guys don't really encounter much on the road uh, following down, um, I believe it's the trade way. I could be wrong on that. Heading south, a um, couple hundred feet to your right is the ocean. A couple hundred feet to your left is wilderness. But you guys are continuing south without much issue. Luskin's way up here. Oh. So two days south might get you pretty close to the Neverwinter Wood, and then you're traveling inland. Oh, we're finally traveling inward. So is there like still like is it still like cold or is there? It's cold, but it's not like horribly cold. It's actually the snow has stopped for right now, but it's your standard winter day. Okay. Bundled up in your cloaks and whatnot, but no need to roll for exhaustion or anything like that. I don't know if I got to do this campaign. Hang on a second. Okay. Now it's a little better, probably a little better audio. So just me talking to my phone. So, um, anything you guys want to do at the end of the first day, about a half day of travel south from what? Start the ritual. Okay. So, what do you do to start this ritual? We go to a flatter area. Actually, end of the day. So instead of doing the ritual, I'll go ahead and do the casting time, which is still an hour. And I'm going to do some symbols in the air and just have the charcoal around in a circle, ask for herbs and spices and whatever else I need surrounded. And then I'm going to plant my staff in the ground, and above the staff, there will be a little fire that's being created. And every like five minutes that pass, a piece of charcoal and herb will fly into the fire and it'll grow a little bit brighter or a little bit darker as the rituals as the rituals uh, in cast. Is there anything the five of you are going to do while Thorkin says, Yep, I'm done for the day, and walks off by himself and sits on the ground and starts drawing in the dirt. How close are we to the. Yeah, it's like that. What? The caramel. Well, he told you it's about three days' travel. He's only traveled about half of it. Here's my question <clears throat> Is there a tree? Not oh, without traveling there, several hundred <laughs> feet inland. Uh, it shouldn't, like, goes over to, like, our collectibles. And like draw in the dirt, and then she goes off in her own like separate section and draws in the dirt. Okay. You know, I'm drawing symbols. You're drawing stick templates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna lay on the ground and do my poem, and then take my <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Anything else for the other three? I'm gonna be practicing my folk skills. Okay. Same. I'm nothing. We should fight. I promise not to keep working out. <laughs> okay. Doing some squats and one well, yeah. Doing some, some power tears. poses and holding them. Getting up on a toe and holding them. Getting up on an ear and holding them. Uh, so as about 45 minutes go by, most of your components are consumed in the spell. Uh, it's about time to actually release the spell. Uh, is there anything flavor-wise that goes on here or... As everything else is landing in and almost everything's out, I'm going to stand up and the symbols I drew in the dirt are going to like shift a little bit and smaller symbols are going to appear in the air around the fire and they're going to circle around it and then when the ritual is done, they're going to fly into the flame. It's going to like look like it's about to be out of control and it's going to diminish and on top of the staff. When the ritual is done will be my... Okay. Uh, so as the ritual completes and fire flares up and then goes dark, 
seems like nothing happens. You kind of like close your eyes and search and you know that the spell is complete. You can feel the power went into it. And it's at this point, Harriet, while you're over there doing one-handed push-ups, no handed hear something off in the distance and it feels it sounds like dry sticks kind of rubbing against each other 15 20 feet away from you guys so at this point that you happen to look off in the distance as well i notice a small pile of what looks like carrion roadkill a wing black wing kind of snaps up another black wing snaps up and then this small raven kind of stands up, but its head is like broken and hanging. As it snaps, the head snaps in, and the eyeball is still hanging from where other birds were chewing on it. And it kind of gives this garble like, hey, like its vocal cords aren't quite there anymore. It looks over and sees you, dips its head, and flies over and lands on your staff. So you that's a horrible thing. I thought it was going to kill us. No, you have your faith in the that's gonna walk up my shoulder. He's just gonna sit there and like, this is what I've been waiting for for like the past week. That's what you've been waiting for. All right, you must have committed genocide a bunch of different things. <laughs> yeah, but I saved everyone's life. You just you have a weird. Oh, it looks cool. Is that eyeball still? In, does it work? As you start to talk, it turns its head, looks at you, and the eyeball still dangling and bouncing a little bit. Its tongue comes up and licks a little bit and goes back. <laughs> It'd be a bird tongue. <laughs> no licking. Oh, I don't it's that hard little bird tongue. Yeah, I don't even know what a bird tongue looks like, I'll be honest. Show me an image of what a bird tongue looks like. You don't know. Search is screws up for DD, must be weird. Bird tongue. Didn't you know what a bird tongue looks like? No, I don't. Thorkin probably does. Thorkin knows. Okay, so. Let's say that he's blonde. Put it back. He's very small. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> but yes, when you finish your fine familiar spell, it basically found the closest recent corpse and reanimated it. With the spirit of your faith in it. It's like multiple different colors and such. I would say it's probably lost several feathers. Um, magically, it can fly. Magically, it can do what it needs to do. Physically, it's oh. like half exposed and rotting. Can you please fix its eye? It's cute. If you don't, I will fix it for you. Are you going to name it? I'm just gonna come because I think I can do something. It should be Can I like have it fly in the area? Can I go into it and like have an area to be able to spell play? Familiar spirit animal appearing in unoccupied space, uh, statistics, chosen form, independently from me, always obeys my commands, combat has its initiative, and disappears when it dies, but it says page 240. Because I feel because I want to try because the only reason I really want to do this is because I can have like see if we have an aerial view. So right now we're just in the middle of the woods, taking a break on our way to. I would say just off the road, maybe hundred feet or so. Hey, Jesus! It acts independently of you, but it always obeys your commands. Rolls its own initiative. While it is within one hundred feet of you. You can communicate with it telepathically. 
As an action, you can see through your familiar's eyes and hear what it hears until the start of your next turn. Gaining the benefits of any special senses that the familiar has. During this time, you are deaf and blind with regard to your own senses. Okay. As an action, you can dismiss your own familiar and it disappears to a pocket dimension where it wakes itself. Alternatively, you can dismiss it forever. As an action, while it is temporarily dismissed, you can cause it to reappear in an unoccupied space within 30 feet of you. You can have more than one familiar at a time. Okay. So yes, as an action, you can do that. I'm gonna walk to Gashun, put my put her hand on my shoulder and say, "Why are you don't taking me, my hand? Don't let me fall." And I'm gonna have the bird fly up and I'm gonna go into view. Now I'm deaf and blind, but you guys don't know that, and you I told you not let me to not let me fall. And I'm gonna see. Can I? I this song slaps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the boss puzzle. Um, I just want to see. Can I hear if there's any like have it fly around in the area we're supposed to be heading? Can I get any gist if there's anything like watching us or roll a perception check using the familiar text? Oh, awesome. Uh, one one. Okay. So thematically, Thorkin walks up to you, and what do you say to Gushin? Just don't let me fall. About to go blind to death. And boom. Uh, the bird flies off. Immediately, Thorkin's eyes go completely white. What do you mean you can't see my eyes? You have to be able to see the world around you, so your eyes have to be visible. What do you mean they can't see your eyes? Like, my hood's over and they can't see that my eyes go well, like that. It's not that dark. Yeah, Gushin should yeah, oh. probably see. No matter how heavy your cowl is, standing three feet from someone, they can see your cowl. Oh. If you're 30 feet away, no, they can't see your cowl because it's covering oh. your face. Okay. But if someone's standing right next to you, I mean, Gushin will look at you as you say this, and your eyes go completely white, no colors whatsoever, and you lose all sight and sound, and suddenly you're watching through Raven's eyes. One eye, the other eye is dangling, so you're getting this weird, like, split image of right, flies and it's dangling. And you're like, a little bit of motion sickness going on here. I just come back and I just barf all over your shoes. <laughs> but as it flies up and looks around, it does a couple laps. All you see is the road disappearing off in the distance, and then the city of Luxton behind you. Yeah. But there's no current travelers on the road. It looks like most of you see a couple of. Uh, uh, campfires off on the side of the road, so obviously other people who are traveling on the road see that. I would like to uh, have it fly down and just sit on Gishun's shoulder, <laughs> but have the dangling eye kind of facing her, and have the normal eye facing another person. So when Gishun turns his shoulders up, it's just a dangling eye going. Gishun, <laughs> since she didn't really know what to do, she's just kind of holding Thorkin's hand. She's like, just waiting for you can feel the hand moving because you can feel everything, you're just blind and deaf. But you hear Gashoon humming through the brain. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna make the bird go on Gashoon's head. I'm gonna pop out of the back from you. Colors come back to you, sounds come back to you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Just 
She's still holding her hand because she doesn't know what to do. Vi, please. Oh, so cute. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let go of Yashun's hand and then. Yashun goes back to drawing in dirt. I'm gonna have the bird walk on the dirt, so walk on the dirt spots and just walk in. What symbols are you drawing? Just drawing little stick figure figures of like her family, you guys. Just, She's starting to draw the raven. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have the bird lay down so she can trace the raven. It's one eye's just like still rolling in the dirt though. <laughs> <laughs> Fix it! The bird looks at you and just. Oh, Fix the eye. Just the eye just keeps thinking about that. Goes back to laying down. I don't have a lot of fun with this. It's gonna see if I can fix it, but I don't think I can. What do you got? Um, create an instantaneous, harmless sensory effect, such as the sharpest sparks. Uh, you instantaneously light or snuff out a candle, instantaneously clean or soil an object. Chill, warm, or flavor up to one cubic foot of non-living material. You make a color, a small mark, or a symbol appear. You create a non-magical trinket or illusionary image that can fit in your hands. Yeah. Nothing. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna once Kishun's done. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna once Kishun's done uh, tracing the raven, I'm gonna. Wave my hand and it'll just start floating in the air in circles and it'll, boom, and it'll go into my pocket dimension. So you temporarily descend. So yeah. you can pull it forward at any point until it drops to zero hit points. Yeah. And then you have to recap. Yeah. Great. It's at one hit point, guys. So are we resting right now? Yeah. Yeah. And we pulled there was like a now. dead wire or something. I'm going to try one thing though before we do this. I feel like we should go like this. Go like, we really need to rest. Yeah. So if you guys, I don't if you go, go without rest, you burn a chance of exhaustion, <gasps> and you don't get self slaughter. Let's rest then. So Luth is going to lay down, put down her bedroll, and then lay head in. Her face is on the pillow, and she's resting. Okay, well this is just going to fall perfectly fine. Uh, I'd like to cast Tasha's hideous laughter before we go to bed. On. Is she? Oh god. A wisdom saving throw or wait. A creature of your choice that can that you can see within range perceives anything as hilariously funny and falls into fits of laughter if the spell affects it. Targets must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or fall prone, becoming incapacitated and unable to stand. Oh good lord. Please, please fail, please fail, please. Dang it, four! Yes! So what do you say for Tasha's Hideous Laughter? I look at Gashun. She's just... And I'm just going to stare and I'm just going to say, Peanut butter. <laughs> so you fall prone, did she take any damage? No damage. It's literally just to make them just lie on the ground funny. Fall prone and lose Fall prone and lose control. And you're laughing for the next uh, minute. Uncontrollably, <laughs> and you can't Basically stop. Basically, every round, though, you would do another save, right? Um, at the end of each of its turns, or every time it takes damage, it makes another wisdom yeah. saving throw. <laughs> so, for the next ten rounds, you got to roll for it, or eventually kind of fade off. I'll just fade it off. I'm like, okay, it works. We can go to bed. <laughs> so, that? what do you do? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Uh, my mouth hurts. <laughs> <laughs> God, such a common code. 
I took rest in it. I took watch first time last time. I'm a first time. I can do second. Last time. So Santa Fe is going to take first. Who's taking second first? I take first. I'll take second. Okay. I want to do uh, dance, like dancing lights, just kind of surround, like here and there. Surround. What's the range on dancing lights? One twenty feet. Okay, so I presume. Like you cast it 120 feet out, 120 feet out, 120 feet out, 120 feet out, and just kind of circle or leave them or what? Uh, just leave them, just kind of like as night lights. Or, I mean, I guess they can <laughs> kind of slowly circle, but there's, yeah, like night lights so that way, just like, you know. Kind of like lightly showing up and lighting up the area and moving on. So, go ahead and roll me a perception check, uh, unless anyone else has anything for their long rest. Oh, um. I would like to go off where they cannot see my face, take off the hood, take off the mask, take a deep breath for a little bit, put the mask back on, put the mask back on, they go. Yeah. Trying to get them that leave routine. Am I allowed Father Sleeping to take off your mask? Ooh, that's interesting. Boy, I can't cry. That's interesting. <laughs> really, you're gonna pull out, you're going to try and kill your fighter. Yes. We have, we have another one. In your strongness. Uh, we have another one. We should do that one. We have and another worry, fighter, we're fine. and then we have the second one. We're fine, don't worry, we got all these guys. We're good. Okay. <laughs> Said perception check? Yep. Uh, 15. 15? Uh, you don't see much. I mean, at one point you do hear a scuffle from one of the other camps, but it sounds like it's several hundred feet away. But the noise doesn't really like come your guys' way or anything like that, but it seems fairly none of that. Okay. Anything else you want to do on your watch? Um nothing super about well, I was gonna say I kind of just get up and just walk around. Okay. For fun. Why not? That's it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So uh, as she touches your shoulder, you're like instantly awake. You went for our family family for fun. Not necessarily because you know that she's going to be waking you up. I want to do the same like message swat. thing that I did with. <laughs> okay. So what do you say to her? No, just to, like it's your turn. Wake up. So you hear that faintly in that hand touch. Okay. So you take a rest, uh, go ahead and roll me for a perception check. Go ahead. Just turn here. Won't be the cool kids. For the better. You guys fart. <laughs> you go back to these cool kids. What are we doing? I forget which one. I forget which one I chose for you for special. Well, you did Santa, so not perception unless you're already there. Thirty twenty. Okay. Um. You hear some faint whispers coming across the air from a camp somewhat close by, but other than that, you don't see anything that can. Um, as you start your watch, you're seeing the dancing lights kind of fade around. And then about a few minutes after Cinefe goes to 
What are you trying to do? Uh, I want to do kind of like meditating, like kind of like a. Like a lotus position, all kind yeah, of. Yeah, like, just kind of like meditating, like. So if they close their eyes and kind of, you're still aware of your surroundings, but you're in like super internal mode. Uh, and after a few minutes, all of a sudden they go, click, 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 and they start fading out. And then it's just dark. What's that? Because I don't have flashlights. <laughs> well, you should have actually. No, lights were still up, so that would have been fine. Okay, so other than that, though, nothing else occurs on your watch. Two I, hours go by without issues. I Bolo wake up. all but I ended up. Actually, accidentally taking. I'm like tired, so I accidentally like take someone or something. Well, you're not that tired. You're always out there. You can wake up someone else without issue. I would imagine no bubble being here now. Oh. There's a central location, fire pit, cooking meals, whatnot, sharing. If you guys want to RP through the end of the night and day or whatever. Share commonplace around a fire, and then you all roll in your bedroll for person on watch, kind of like walks around or goes off to a spot or whatever and kind of camps out. You guys can share watches if you want. If there's something that you and Drizzle want to talk about, you guys can share a watch. While someone else is awake on their watch, and there's something that you wanted to privately discuss with them oh. in character, you can say that, you know, well, I'm going to wake up with them on their watch. But nothing else happens on your watch, so you wake up for Zill. I'm like, shit. Four hour, I have a wait. Okay, I'm sure. Okay. Now I like to walk down. Okay, so go ahead and roll a. Uh, you have dark vision? Perception check with disadvantage. No, we're in blue shirts. They're cool. They're right. <laughs> Those kids. Mm, oh, that one's green. So you don't want to start a cool kids club, as you see this. Roll one of the other ones. I'm 14. with disadvantage. Okay. Yeah, you know, me and Uh, Nothing really comes across. Uh, it's the wee hours of the morning. As uh, daylight appears, you hear pretty much nothing. It's a quiet evening. You guys are fairly close to a larger city, so it's not like. Monsters are running rampant through the wilderness close by. So. As the sun comes up just ever so faintly over the horizon, everyone else starts to wake up and resume your basic morning rituals. Choose your proficiency. Set your spells for the day. Hmm. You reset spell slots or hit points if necessary. Oh man, yeah, I gotta do that. I know. Which one should I Beginning of the campaign, the right? There's a lot of uh, mm-hmm. hockey. Can I get the two from you? So is there anything you guys want to take care of before you break camp and head out? No. You're choosing new spells every day, or you're choosing certain spells? Because I know you know more than what you can have prepared. Oh, no, I already have max that I can charge here. I understand that, but you know more than what you can have prepared. Which means if that's everything you know, that means... No. Is that how many you can have prepared for the day? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Survival. I'm gonna do uh Did you get tired from eating all those carrots? 
Uh, I'm gonna just I'm gonna plant my staff in the ground, a little chocolate will turn underneath, and the bird will appear above and land on it and start looking at everybody. Okay. We'll fly to my shoulder and sit. Okay. So you read someone you're familiar. Okay. Uh, a little raven figure or something, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna get my own unicorn horn if you know what I mean. You got it. She got a really creepy dude. I don't care what you're into, but let's keep it out of the game. Hey, Dorkin has something he wants to tell all of you guys, okay? So, second day of travel. She's my worst better. Yeah. Somewhere around two and a half days from your destination of the carnival. So, who would like to roll and see what the day presents? My bird. Roll a d10 for me. Oh, God. Oh, come on. That's why you don't roll. Yeah, last campaign, you never saw one to look at What? Two. Roll a d6 for me. Good God. Okay, so we're fighting some type of dragon. Six. Yeah. Rainbow dragon. So, uh, <laughs> what's the order look like? I mean, as far as the lineup. I mean, you're marching through the day. What, what, what do you guys. Travel. Go Avengers stuff. I mean, I imagine it's not like trailer. six of you guys skipping along saying rock to see the wizard, the wonderful Avengers wizard. Cause, I'm gonna be like normally I'd be ahead, but because I'm new, but I'm gonna be in the middle, just still working on my poem, okay. just kind of writing, you know. Looking I would up say your cow's probably up because daylight, right, right, right. Um, anyone else? I would think I'd be. Closer to the front or in the front because my speed is higher. Okay. Yeah. I'm towards the front. Hishin's walking by Grizel. Harry up front. So we're talking Harry up front, Grizel and Hishin. Two captures, I presume, kind of like both flipping through pages as they're walking, heads down, not even paying attention to the world around them. I was going to be in just. I'll be in the back. That's what I'm I'll be the I'll be behind Smith. Okay. So as you guys are walking along, um, Harriet being out in front with the highest path of perception, you are the first to kind of something's not right. It doesn't feel safe. You catch a hint of like roadkill meat. Kind of thing. Yeah. You immediately think his bird. Darken. Hear that damn bird. <laughs> but this comes from downwind up towards you. Like in the direction you guys are heading. Uh, but all you really get first is just that overall like sense of caution. I'm told Giselle is the closest oh. and I don't know what you're gonna do. I like whistle and try to hit him. Okay. So you whistle real loud, what do you do? I'm telling him that Harry told me that something's going on. Okay. So what do you guys do? Stealth? I'm going to have the bird go up and see if I can spot what's going on. I'm going to sit down first. Okay. So if you plop down, the bird takes off. Your eyes go white. 14. 14. Your eyes and strength. 
At this point right now, we're, what direction do you send it? I send it downwards. Okay, so it follows the path 50, 100. Uh, I can stay within 100 feet. Well, it can still travel, you just lose the connection. Oh, I want to keep it within 100 feet. So okay, so you tell it to stay within the boundary. Yeah. So it starts to fly south, and you get like this almost static y thing or whatnot, and you kind of like pull it back, and it comes back around, and it just circles, and it doesn't see you. I have it fly back to my shoulder, and when I feel it touch, I'll leave. If we drag him along while he's in that body, I'm in concentration. I can hold you and carry you along. Can does the boundary? Well, you can walk. I can walk. He's just blind and deaf. Blind and deaf. So why don't we just hold your hand and so you can have a bigger boundary? Yes. No, I can like hold your shoulders and like. True, we could do that. Well, I I stand up and I say the bird didn't the bird didn't find anything. Well, Gushin's the only know that is Gushin's the only one who knows that that he goes blind and deaf. Yeah. So I'm so Gushin's like, oh, he's just going blind and deaf again. But she doesn't say it out loud. So he's just like, okay. Just kind of, are you back to normal or what? I believe so. Hang on. You're blue. How yeah, far did you take it? Smooth? I guess they could talk to before it gets all staticky and. Is it 100 feet or 100 miles? Oh, it's 100 miles, I wish. Um. Yeah. Because we're not realizing this is range ten feet. That's where you can cap. I know. Just 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 think one hundred feet of you. Yeah, yeah. One hundred feet and it's <laughs> hundred. Not hundred. With one hundred feet. Oh. And it's body in three. I said this plant, I would have put Malay in my Waiting for folks to walk. Hang on. If you walk, that means you have a bigger boundary. You can cover that. It would just mean that I, when I'm walking, it wouldn't. I wouldn't have a bigger boundary. I wouldn't go to like 150 feet, but the boundary would move with me. So, yeah, as you can say, it'd be a bigger boundary, but smaller. Just small because it can't be as far behind. Well, because I don't trust you guys. I've known you for what now? I love this guy. Less than a week. Less than a week. You just want to go home. Can't blame you. Though. You want to find your family. <laughs> you want to go back. I don't know what you want. I, I honestly don't know what you want. You're just blue. <laughs> He's kind of sad. He's kind of sad. He's following How do you have a question? Do you like, if you're thirsty, do you just go like, with your tongue and like take oh, some water. Do you have a tongue? Do you have a tongue? Yeah. Do you have teeth? Do you have bones? I'm actually really. I want to know. Because they get the Are they just water? They um, have. Humanoids. They just appear to perspire. Do you have water hair? It would be. It would wave as if underwater. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> you just like when you're thirsty, you go like, all right. You take you your brain. Like take your brain and go. <laughs> like a light perspiration. 
with okay. the shine. So you like lick your skin, or you literally just look like a human that is slightly damp. Well, and blue. <laughs> <laughs> and blue. Yeah, don't forget your blue. Okay, yeah. Blue skin, damp. Does that mean if you're damp, when you're thirsty, you just like drink yourself? So if you guys continue to travel, do you change face, change form, change format? Be quiet. Now that I'm not writing my poem, I would say I would maybe move a little faster, but okay. nothing drastic. So, Harriet, you are out in front. What the <laughs> hell? What the hell? Boy, what the... Take three points of slashing damage suddenly what? as out of nowhere. There's this instant pain in your gut. And you look in front of you, and there's this like gut wrenching pain. And you look, and there's nothing there. And suddenly, you see a clawed talon pulled away, covered in your blood, and it starts to materialize and looks like green scales. And as it continues to materialize, you see this large, like seven, eight foot tall lizard with a prehensile tail standing in front of you. And it growls and hisses at you. And as it hisses, it kind of like goes. And all of a sudden, you hear footsteps all around you, and it starts running real fast. And you run with little initiative for everyone. Ah, shit. That's how you go roll. Well, just to give you an idea, Logan, would you uh, take that map away? Yeah, sure. Green. I got that green. So, let's grab Harriet. She was up in front, followed by the two nerds. Hey, that's not very nice. <laughs> Gonna walk inside by side. Water bath. Huge. Cinefe and Morgan. Let's not throw these at least. Yeah, we saw what happened. <laughs> she brought. That's so far in Miami, I guess. He's brought I think so. So, the area around you is a few trees and a oh. few things. Oh, how cute. Okay. Pretty, pretty. Did you just randomly have trees? Something I've been working on and actually had a chance to use. And a couple folders off in the Older. distance just to give some added feel. And I will change that. <laughs> I roll initiative. You don't have a giant lizard. Mm -hmm. Such a bad game. Giant, <laughs> 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 
next so day. So for team, team three, I'm definitely wanting a giant hamster to survive. Don't they like sneeze in the attack because they gave themselves a heart attack? Some of them. <laughs> Achoo! Oh, the man of the. Did you know if you sneeze too hard, you could break your leg? So dramatically. Did you know you can hit a chicken, a chicken so hard you'll cook it? Uh, anyone get twenty twenty five? Did you know? 15 to 20. 18, 17. Did you know your fingernails, your fingernails grow faster than your toes? That explains why my fingernails grow. 10 to 15? Oh, oh, oh my God. 11. <laughs> what y'all did? Four. Eight. Eight. <laughs> I think your dex is higher. Two. Plus two. What'd you get? Plus one. I got three. I'm not rolling the lowest anymore. Thank you for taking that break. Appreciate it. No, you're the last. I add one. As in front of Harriet. Good God. I know. Wait, are we fighting raptors? That is actually its turn. So, top of the round for everyone else is Ishun. What would you like to do? Um. As you see that, and do you say anything? We'll give you a free action as far as warnings. It's a raptor. Where do we set this? Hold on. Just set it down anywhere, like on the treadmill sign. Um, I feel like there's something I can do as a free action, but I just don't know what it is. You're shooting me like. I don't know. No, I guess what? not. Do you say anything to the group after you get sliced, or...? Ow! <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you're close enough, and your passive perception is high enough that you would have heard more movement, like, heading around. What? Right. They're surrounding us? Okay. So, Gashun, what would you like to do? She <laughs> screams out, they're surrounding us, as you look up, and you see this thing up here in front of Harry. You slash across with your axe and it cuts through. I mean, it's flesh. There's blood there. It's seeping out of its chest. Uh, bonus action. Any other movement? Wait, can I hit again with my battle axe? Do you have two two attacks? I think so. Not yet. Okay, then no. I'm done. Okay. So as Gashun eighteen? Eighteen just hits. You take three points of slashing damage as one appears suddenly next to you as it slashes across you. And Gashun's next in line. 18. 
Or not Brazil. That hits Brazil. Four points of slashing damage as one appears suddenly as its claws rip through your leg. Salute, what would you like to do? As you are seeing these large lizards appear suddenly around, like with freshly bloody claws. I'm on the other side of it. I'm right there. I'm going to grab out my battle axe, and if one appears near me, I'm going to shoot. So you're not going to take any action? I'm not going to help your teammates at all. So you are holding an attack action. Come on, you. You know, I should have killed you when you're sick. <laughs> <laughs> 23, I'm sure that hits. For four points of damage, as behind you, across your back, it slashes. Oh, maybe you should have double slapped You can now turn around and attack it if you want. She's doing yeah. something now. <laughs> Why is it orange? Don't. Hey, don't discriminate, don't discriminate for skin color, yeah. alright? We don't do that here. He might be related to the Oompa Loopas. We don't really do it. Okay. Just judge the... Let's not move the dang thing because of that. Okay, we'll like... Sit up if you can't see. Okay? Just realize my um, screen's not big enough. Buddy, should we go from your old screen to this screen? I think it's big enough. 11 plus what? Look how you use those 17. 17 hits. Okay, as you swing across with your battle axe and cut that one that just cut you, Thorkin, Harriet, you're on deck. Oh, I would be very afraid for them, and I would like to, um, I think that's from one of the creatures, so. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, all right, let's see. I would like to move. And try and get right here. Okay. 5, 10, 15, 20. One more. 25? Yeah. And then, like, the turn and point towards. I think I can get a clear shot on that one. And I'm going to do the whole hold staff in the left hand. Top, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rotate my hand and kind of caress it. And a skull is going to appear above it. It's going to shriek. And Ray of Sickness will be cast from it. Okay. And it's a ranged spell attack. So roll a ranged spell attack. And I have my spell attack modifier. 18. 18 hits. And that's 2d8 poison damage. It needs to make a constitution saving throw. 8. It fails. It is poisoned until the end of my next turn. I don't know, I don't know how much poison does. Oh, 10 points in a product a poison. 10 points of poison damage, and it's poison. So does it roll, and does it take damage from being poisoned now, or on its turn? Okay. okay. What kind of armor? Yeah. Okay, uh, bonus action? Bonus action, um... Uh, 
I'm going to have the bird get off my shoulder and just have it hover in the air and just watch the battle. Okay. Just so it doesn't get hit. The referee. <laughs> Harriet, your turn. Grizzle, you're up next. Is there one that's okay, right, in, one front right in front of me? That's what there's one in front of you. In case you get it too. Yeah, you should just like have a magical spotlight on top of it. Here, don't worry, I got you. I'm gonna use my sickle to hit like the okay. actual one in front of me. Roll one attack. I would say you have an advantage on this because you and Gashoon are with it. Can you not do that? Don't scare. Fifteen. Fifteen. Fifteen hits. How did you miss? I don't know. Okay. Three points. And then I want. Use a key point. Use flurry of blows. Okay, mark off the key point, or just change your die. Yeah. I think you only have so many key points right now. Um, that's two on our strikes. Yep. Bonus action. Both of these would be with advantage. First one. Wait, no. Nineteen. That hits. Eight. Eight to hit? Yeah, the other one. Yeah, that one misses. So your first one hits and connects. What's your damage? Six. No. Four. Okay. Um, so Harriet kind of strikes one foot the sickle and then punches and then goes to lean and do a kick, and the kick misses wide as it kind of reacts to the punch. Uh, Drizelle. A bone section? That was my bone section. Oh, bone section was key strikes. That's right. I got to remember months. Grizel, you're up. Seneca, you're on deck. I'd like to take my rapier and pierce the one right by me. Go roll on attack. 20. That definitely hits. Is that a natural 20? Okay. Six damage. Bonus action? Um, you're driving. Okay. Hey, I'm almost done with Trevor's Ed. I have my 30 hours. I just have like three more little like question assignment things to do. So I'd like to use Game Team Attack to throw your die in. You can choose one feature within five feet of you as your target, and you have advantage on your next attack roll against the creature. If that attack hits, I just throw your die into it. Okay, I would have used that on your attack because you only have one attack, right? So just make sure you call that out first next time, and that would give you advantage on the attack, right? Because you like essentially fake and then actually strike from another distance, right? So keep that in mind for next time, okay? Cinefe, what would you like to do? Um, I'm gonna do frostbite. So Constitution saving throw. Is it touch? What like? It'll say like touch or range. Oh, range. Range, yeah, range. Should say that on the top somewhere. Range. Okay, so roll, go ahead and roll an attack. Your range modifier, which should be your 
charisma and proficiency, I think. So it'd be like a plus two, plus four. Is your little card then? No, the card you should have filled out. Besides a bunch of doodles. Spell attack modifier. Oh, four. There you go. So roll a d20 at four. Uh, 21. That definitely hits. So go ahead and roll damage. Or if it is safe. Um, it says 1d6 plus damage. Oh, so it's just straight up damage. Okay. So roll a d6. That's this one, right? Six sided die. Yeah. Five. Really bad at using these spells. Alright, learning curve for everyone. Alright, so it's at that point that you guys all hear growls as one comes around the corner here and one comes around the corner here. Get all players on board. Gonna die. This one is going to run 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, and try to pounce for an 11. <laughs> nope. It runs, <laughs> jumps, and you just happen to duck in time, and it just goes right over your head, <laughs> missing you completely. This one is going to run 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. <laughs> Barely gets to you and 18 to hit hits you. Two points of slashing damage as it slashes across the side flank if you release your spell, instantly get hit. Top of the round is the one with Harriet. Are your hit points still only 11? Who? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Your max? You should got hit points at second level, right? No. Yeah. I just realized I'm looking at these going, no one else is much higher than that. Uh, really? I'm like two points higher than that. It doesn't I say... never changed mine. Yes, you did. Because you are at 19, right? Yeah, and that, I was like that before. No, you would not have started out level one at 19. Oh. You would have started out, what's your hit die? Middle of your character sheet. The back 1d10. Of so it'd be a d10 plus your con modifier, and your con modifier is what? 2. So 12 would have been your hit points at level 1. So level 2, you went up 7 hit points. Sorry, go ahead. My, no, you're fine. Mine doesn't say anything about gaining anything. You gain hit points every level. Okay. What's your hit die? One, 106. So 1d6. Or 1d6, I meant, sorry. I so, the yeah, D6. okay, 11 might be accurate. That feels like it's really low, but it's gotta be accurate. Hey, wizards, yeah, and, wizards and sorcerers, man. I, I know. I thought sorcerers were a little heavier, but. No. We're both speak, let's be honest. So, anyway, back to the one, the green one in front of Harriet <coughs> is an 11. No. That misses as it swings across with its. You just happen to duck out of the way. Kashun, what would you like to do? I'm going to turn around. Okay, Harriet. Really? Can we please just take care of it? I'm like, okay, Harriet should have the one in front of her. So I'm going to turn around. Sorry. And I'm going to use my battle axe against that one. Okay, this is a straight roll, no advantage. 
15. 15 hits. Nine points of slashing damage. Okay. You flash across with your battle like bonus action movement? Nope. Sure. So the second one would have been the purple. You. A natural one. So it misses completely. Salute. What are you doing? I am going to hit it with my battle axe. Okay, roll an attack. Twenty-five. That definitely hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Oh, I forgot to add my four. What four? I um to hit it is a plus six, and then damage is plus four. All right, well, lesson learned. Enough to tear apart the poisoned record. You're welcome. So that is actually that one. The orange one. You don't like this. I think your hit points are hit points. What are hit points? So next up is the other purple one with Griselle. A nine misses you, Grizel. Thornton, your turn. What would you like to do? There's one right next to me. Um, yep, you're looking at its hind quarters. Ooh. Show my staff of guitars. Uh I would like to. Trench <laughs> Oh, come on. Um, hmm. I would like to touch my chest. And from my fingertips, little skulls are going to come across and cover my whole body. Once it covers my whole body, they're going to kind of dissipate, but also reappear moving as I cast mage armor on myself. My AC is now 13 plus my deck, so it's at 16. Ooh, look at the wizard getting beefy. Yeah. (laughs) And the spell ends at the target dawn's armor or if you just dismiss the spell as an action. So I have Mage Armor activated for right. 8 hours, and that's my action, my bonus action. Uh, my Fine Familiar can't attack. Mm. No, but you could try to distract. I would like, I would like the Fine Familiar to go within earshot of this raptor, like over here, and I'd like it to use Mimi Cry. Mimicry and make the sound of a crying baby. Okay, so give me a performance check using the familiar stats. Where's performance? Is it, is it charisma? I will be your charisma. Yes. What is a Zero. Okay, so it goes over there and goes. Does the raptor see your face at all, or is it just like, huh? It looks over at it, but we'll wait for its turn. Here it is. What would you like to do, Grizel? You're on deck. Up in the air, it's where the raptor can't reach. I'm still crying. <laughs> I'm gonna die. 
I'll use my sticker thing. Okay, number one there. Uh, 16. 16 hits. Six points of damage. That is enough to cleave right through its jugular. Yay! Um, Bonus action? You're killing an endangered species, I'm proud of you. No, well, I can move. And I don't think. I'm going to move closer to. This tree. Okay, so you book it over here? Yeah, I want to turn around though. So okay. I can face the dinosaurs in there. You know how they're dinosaurs. They look like my bad. They're not dinosaurs. She's assuming. They look <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Oh, the creatures. Giselle? Um, I'm going to play your own deck. I'm using Game Queen Attack. Okay, so that means you have advantage on the strike. Eighteen hits. So that means you roll with a yep a d six and add it. Five damage. Five is enough to go through that one. Bye. 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 So does fainting attack give you anything else, or is it just advantage and then extra damage? Yeah, just that. Okay, Cinefe, what would you like to do? I'm gonna use arms of Hadar. On the orange one right there. Okay. And, um, let's see. Make a strength saving throw. And then it doesn't look like there's any 10 feet around me, but if there were, it says that it would batter all creatures within 10 feet of me. So you would actually need to probably cast it like over here. So it gets that creature without getting you, because you are within five feet of it. It says I have to be within ten foot. Or... So what's the range on Arms of Hadar? It says um, self ten foot radius. Okay, so it's on you. Yeah, it's like, okay, you invoke the power of Hadar, the dark hunger, tendrils of dark energy erupt from you and batter all creatures within ten feet of you. Each okay. creature in that area must make a strength saving throw. Then on a failed save, a target takes 2d6 necrotic damage. Alright, so Saluth and Rizel, give me strength saving throw. That's because it can't take reactions until it's next turn. Mm -hmm. What is the DC? Spell save DC should be on your list. Oh, uh, 4. Or no, 12. 12. 12. 9. 9? Okay. 11. So you both fail, and as well as it. So, go ahead and roll 2d6. Oh, that's So eight points of damage to both of you. Sorry, and guys. that <laughs> is enough to rip it piece and limb, like arms go flying and head gets ripped off. These tentacles just rip it apart. <laughs> Uh, I think it was worth the, the eight points of damage against you guys. So that one's done. That was the second. That's the last. 
trying to keep track of all these. So this is the one that Thorkin has sent his raven to Minotry, and it is quack, 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 quack. Quack like a baby or quack like a duck? Cry like a baby, but it's going quack. Whatever he did. Well, it got a natural four minus three, so a one on its intelligence save to uh, roll a d24. 15. Okay, well, on the upside it went this way, on the downside it went that way. So it's going to go over here where your raven is and try to jump up and catch it. <laughs> That's interesting. Got nasty on the bird. No, it jumped and landed on a die. A nine to your raven. Twelve! Okay, so it misses the raven as its teeth clump. It actually like severs that one eye as it was dangling. Starts regrowing. One eyed <laughs> raven. Um, but it misses the rest of the bird as it clumps. That is its action. Gashun, top of the round. I did something right now. At least the rest of us don't look at the eye anymore. Enough to cleave through that one. Bonus action movement? Um, I'm gonna put. Oh, it's right there. Hunter's mark on the one that's running away. That one? Yeah. Okay. There's no save on that, right? It just happened. Sleuth, what would you like to do? Um, excuse me. I'm going to do that. Go on to the right. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to try and make my way over. Hide behind the two. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Silently, you can only get that one. You want to use your action to get closer? Hide behind the rock, silently. So you get there, and you don't have bonus action spells, so. I like duck down. Duck down. Okay, Thorkin, what would you like to do? Harriet, you're on deck. Uh, I'd like to point towards its arse, and I'd like to cast Firebolt with full musket fire. Okay, so roll a range spell. Going. Essentially, yeah. Ten. Oh. Ten misses. Sounds about right. You get distracted as Gashun casts Hunter's Mark, and these like almost uh, snowflakes seem to fall around the body, highlighting it. Or was that your star? Okay, star. <laughs> Uh, start appearing around it and uh, distracts you ever so slightly, and you miss with your fireball. Oh my god. Harriet? I want to use my 
I ranged sickle, but it says 60 feet is long range. So that's, what does that mean? Disadvantage. So five. Like I can, can I move? 25, You're about 50 feet away, so yes, you can move. So what, I need to move farther away? Closer. Closer, okay. Long range, okay, there's two ranges. The short range yeah. is a straight goal. From short range to long range is with disadvantage. Beyond long range, you can't hit. Okay, I want to move so I'm not in disadvantage. What's the short range? 20. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. There, you're 10 feet away. You're good. Okay. Um, it's the lightning thing. Okay. So roll a ranged attack, which would be your dex and proficiency. Yep. Okay. 12. 12 just hits. Yes. I got four hit points for it. If I throw it. Okay, so four <laughs> hit points. How about your magic hit points? You hurl your sickle in its direction, and these like sparks kind of fly off and continue to cycle into it, slamming right into its body, and it kind of seems uh, injured and hurt and whatnot, but it's still standing. Uh, Drizelle, what would you like to do? I'll get my longbow and shoot at it. I have to move to get range because Sleuth and a boulder are in the way. Okay. You kind of move up a little. I thought you were done with the bows. <laughs> nope. That was the last campaign character. I'm so last. So, like your vision? Yeah. Right here. Okay, so we'll see. You would have to move here. We don't see it. Sorry. Would I sell my painting attack? No, that is no. for that, uh, that action. All right, well, I got nine. <laughs> nine misses. So you fire with your uh, crossbow, mark off your ammunition, and it goes off in the distance, sailing over its head. Cinefe, what would you like to do? Um, I'm going to do Mind Sliver on Range. 60 feet. Okay, you're close enough. Okay. Uh, is that the only one left on the board right there? Yep. Here's my friend. So, yeah, I'm going to do Mind Silver. Uh, an intelligence saving throw. Or take 1d6 psychic damage and subtract 1d4 from the next saving throw it makes before the end of the next And nine. Nine? Uh, that's not good enough. So, what damage? Um, do I just roll a d6? Or make them fight or what? Uh, is that what it says? D6? Um, to just succeed on an intelligence save, they would take 1d6 psychic damage. Yep, so roll a d6. Uh, 1. You look at it and you think real hard at it, and it just kind of like twinges on the side, looks at you, and shakes its head. Doesn't seem to really impact much. It is. Um, Somebody roll a d4 for me. Got it. One, two, three, four. One. So it's going to run over and go after Thorkin. It was actually a two. I lied. Fourteen? <laughs> no. Would have hit. It runs up. It does hit. It actually runs up. 
and it strikes at you, but you all see these like ghostly looking uh, skulls kind of solidify real hard in a solid piece and its claws kind of rake across. It's like metal on bone as it scrapes across. Kashun, top of the round. Yeah. Um, salute on deck. I'm going to go up to the one that has the weapon. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 gets you just there. You have advantage on the strike because you guys have it. So I'm going to go up to my battle up. Twenty four definitely hits. Go and roll damage. I'm gonna get my money back if I want to. Cause I canceled an order and I didn't get my money back. So I should. I got it back. I can't help it's a real person though. It's talking. Well, what is this actually? But it's just enough to finish it off. You guys are breathing heavy and slowing down and hurting just a little bit, some of you. I'm perfectly fine, to be honest. Not what you expected, huh? Dinosaurs? No. Killing an endangered species? Not at all. No, um, not getting hurt. Oh, yeah, I'm a hot. Uh, but as you guys kind of breathing slows down and settles, uh, you look around and yes, all six uh, corpses are now laying about. The bird's going to go up and like start pe- po- just poking at it. Are those? Just poking at the closest like... one to it. Do I know anything about dinosaurs? Do I know anything about dinosaurs? Mm, give me an intelligence check. What the heck are those? Those are. I got an 11. What does an 11 give me? Um, I don't look familiar. Those are something funny. Funny looking. Give me a history check. Oh, sorry. Um, 15. 15. You've heard of beasts like this, but they're supposed to be from far off. Not from a close plane like Feywild or the Prime Imperial Plane. It's supposed to be from some other realm, much more distant and more difficult to get to. I'm going to tell everyone that what you just said. I, I knew that. I was just like, I'm like someone else explain it once. Stop popping all the credit out. Tim, the portals are going. I'm going to be mad. They probably, the portals probably brought brought. Maybe. Probably, yeah. Sounds about right. This almost seems like whoever is creating these portals and bringing these things together, it's almost like it's just one big Or maybe it's not them. who, maybe it's a what. Or a what. It's just. Maybe these so things just. On each, it has thing. to be a being. The same thing. I mean, this, it can just be yeah. like, oh, you know, the realm just decided that it wanted to start making spontaneous portals and bringing Hey, you don't know? Have you talked to the realm? (laughs) Have you talked to the realm? Have you called up the realm and said, hey, what you doing, man? The realm like like it's a person. What if it's not a realm? (laughs) It's not a real question. Anyways, whatever is doing this, it's... 
I wonder if it's purposefully putting all of these things together or if it's just feels like messing with people's lives at random. Maybe you two did something to make him mad. Maybe it's something from that carnival. What did I do? I haven't done nothing. I don't know. I barely know you. I've just frolicked in the field with the Baywilds my entire life. (laughs) Maybe it was someone's private land. Yeah. It was probably someone's private land. We should have sacrificed Thorkin to the dinosaurs. Well, they are dead. And you don't know they're dead. Well, I hope we have some. And the bird is is through one of the eyeballs. Just pecking at it. What? <laughs> Alright, man. You do you. Well, we're not going to get back on the road. Get on the road again? I agree. Okay. Let's start heading in that direction. So you guys continue to. I would like to try and scavenge some of the teeth and claws because I feel like they can be of some use. Is a medicine or nature roll? Excuse me. Medicine or nature roll? There's no nature roll. Animal, animal. But they're dead. Twelve. What is that? You are able to gather nine teeth and two talons. And are there scales? No, they're more leathery scales. Like, Might want to like peel off. It doesn't peel off the flesh. After Can the first, skin it? after the first eyeballs, teeth are about two to three inches long okay. and are razor sharp. So could they like, be even used? removing them? You are careful to almost cut them. And the talons are about nine inches of curve. <laughs> And they're not so much sharp, but they are like solid. Like when you rip them. So you can get a really good grip on them. I'm actually guessing, can I I actually get a good grip on them? Like if I like have like holding like a shorts, if you could turn into a short sword, it's not going to fly out of your hand. You can't turn into a short sword. Well, if you would. Like a curved dagger. Well, yeah, a curved dagger. But if they were to be turned into a weapon, you'd be, you wouldn't. You wouldn't hit and they just fall out of your hand. Well, it depends on some use. Alright. Um, but again, they're um, very curved and it's not so much sharp anywhere, but they are like solid and firm. Like you walk over to the boulder right there and it scratches against the stone. And the stone scratches, but you see no damage to the talent. Okay. That's really uh, gonna... much harder than what you would expect 24 minutes. Here's my thing. Okay. The only uh, thing similar would probably be like you would imagine would be like an adult dragon. Oh, okay. Harriet knew that they were coming because she heard footsteps, but we didn't see them. Maybe, maybe they, they were going far first. away, or maybe because someone, some of them were behind us. Maybe they were just going really, really fast. Or camouflage. Where they just spontaneously came out of a portal, like in between the time that you looked and we were traveling. Can I look around for roadkill or dead bodies from the investigation check? What is up with this music? So are we traveling at this point? Or one. One. 
I don't see any dead bodies, so they may have, they may have appeared. Like Thorgan's standing there with his hands on his hip. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's go. There's well, one underneath his foot. <laughs> He's standing <laughs> on top of them. Ooh, I think I got a little bit taller. <laughs> but the rest of the day occurs without incident. Uh, you guys are now a day and a half travel, effectively about halfway there, based upon the information you were given. Um, anything special for that night? Any rest? I can take first rest. Okay. I'll take second. I'll take last. Okay. Any of you guys want to take care of? Uh, do the exact same thing. Walk over to where a group can't see me. Have the bird sit on my shoulder so and squawk if anyone tries to come look around. Okay. Mask, <laughs> mask off, put it off. Deep, take a deep breath. Sit down and just relax for a little bit. And then put everything back on and go to bed. Okay. Anyone else doing anything? The bird, and then the bird's gonna. I'm kind of. Hear that? I don't know. I'm kind of interested in what she mentioned earlier, seeing what would happen if I attempted to take off Thorkin's mask in his sleep. When did you dismiss your familiar? Uh, right before I went. Okay. So give me a slide of hand check. Mm. I feel like it's gonna feel like I wanna one. wake up like an hour. I think he's gonna wake up and he's just gonna be trying, I don't know, stab me or something. Hey, I wake up with the normal. I uh, uh, <laughs> you don't know if she's doing it. Yeah. Do you love your family? <laughs> uh actually I don't know where my family's at, so <laughs> do you love we, No comment. If you're gonna do this, go ahead and roll for it. See, but then if he wakes, he's never gonna Your trust me in the game again. Choice. Choices, choices, choices. Slide of hand. 16. 16? So you being asleep, you are unknowing as <laughs> the leather buckle gets unbuttoned and loosened and strapped. And what do you do? Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, so I just take off the mask and I look, and then what do I see? What does she see as she lifts up the mask? Because they're not there, we're going to go over there in private while they look. Ooh, whisper time. Yeah, whispers, I'm the one giving them. Player on player whispers. Player whisper. Whisper only in there. <laughs> Ew, oh. <laughs> what? So this whisper is brought to you by. Uh, apparently, I need to go through my music because I want to complain about my player. No, I'm not going to play the bomb. I'm just confused of what's going on because, like, when we're fighting, it's like peaceful music. <laughs> this whisper part is brought to you by my part. It's by Harriet and the food and Giselle. Totally <laughs> oh my god! Real. I'm sorry, I don't run a more enjoyable game. Okay, you can't plan on being curious. Oh, oh, I'm curious, so I open up the pile and see what's inside of it. (laughs) Okay. I just. Wait, am I looking at words? And your reaction is? Um. Interesting. I take note of what I see. Uh, 
put the mask back on and pretend that I never happened. Slide of hand to rebuckle it and secure the straps. Oh crap. It's a one. <laughs> Scott? Uh, do I see her doing this? Please don't hate me. 19. Woo! Oh, yep, you're unaware as she tightens it down. There's a little bit of a mumble and a grimace on this. As you can see, like the cords of his neck kind of strengthen like his jaw clenches, but that's about it. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm taking notes. Well, I don't know, so I can't take You are unaware that this happened. I started to trust him. Was this on your watch? or? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it would be okay. on my watch. So, first two, for brevity of time here. Uh, nothing, no issues on your watches unless there's something specific you guys I want to I wanted to try and take off his mask, that's why I said something about it. Well, you can do it next time you're on watch, okay? I don't know what I to tell you. I the first one! Watch you get caught. Well, that I wouldn't so... want to retcon that because if you failed, then he would have made sure to secure it if anyone else could have failed. Just dig a little hole face down in the dirt. <laughs> um, so I would say the next morning opens up and you guys are halfway there. Uh, road seems peaceful outside of these flies buzzing and various oh, areas. I would have disabled the mage armor for the night. Okay. Um, would have expired anyway. Yeah, I mean, just more like, you know. Would have expired before you ever got to the road. Um, so what's going on the next day? Uh, as you guys prep for the morning, um, I need someone else to give me a d20 roll with the next hand. You've already done it. You don't deserve to. I'm sorry. I was I was getting bored with the game. It was like interesting to happen. And he, I was curious, so I just went for it. Okay, I've done a lot of things in this game that I didn't think through and just went for it, like blowing up a bunch of little Greek things. So that's kind of just my what I'm going for in this game. I'm just making decisions and not thinking through them. You're really becoming the slow. Yeah. Uh, relatively fine day. I mean, it's a little cloudy, a little chilly, but no snow falls. Winds stay manageable. You are officially no becoming a part of Sink. The last thing you need to do is contribute to planning a plan that, that you never use. use. And it takes about an hour to pull a plan. Uh, again, for brevity, because it's already almost 4.30. Um, the next dawn wakes up. I presume there's watches and whatnot. Everything's fine. Uh, you guys wake up on the third day of travel, which you would need to turn inland at this point. So, what is it? Roll for it. Wait. Oh, man, this is slow. So, are we like really close? You have to be turning inland at this point. Seven. Seven? Yeah. <sighs> Roll a d6. Yeah. Oh Five. What? Uh, a snowstorm actually rolls in. Karma's real point. nice, isn't it? <laughs> and it's almost five inches of snow that drops during the snowstorm, burying you guys on the side of the road with very little protection against the elements. So you guys are literally huddled amongst whatever sad little tree you can find with bedrolls and shivering um, 
Then Gershun's just like, no, no, Gershun would be a cuff into this and is like happy and giddy while the other five of you are like shivering. And yeah, Gershun, Gershun's uh, like out, like making snow angels. She's like making snowmen. She's happy about this. Because look at this. But I did it. So. You're welcome. <laughs> so you guys lose this day of travel. Be casually looking for a spell that makes it warm. Take that burning hand, that's about it. I'm going to alarm to my spells. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. so, another day of travel in front of you. Hopefully, the left, depending on the roll. Who um, has not rolled? Huh? Who has that? Oh. I think you two have it. Did she raise her hand first? She has what? Yeah. What I want. Eleven. Eleven? Uh, this morning dawns cool, crisp, but not a single cloud in the sky. Sunny, storming path. You see it like barreling down in the direction of uh, lusting up by the distance, and you're like, well, somebody's getting snowed in. Other than that, you guys uh, don't have much of an issue uh, as you continue to travel in. Who is leading our party? I'll leave. Because I'm excited for this and this, so I'll leave. I'll be in the back. As you guys get closer and closer and almost, I would say. Whomever is happy and excited about this carnival is probably definitely pulling in front of the rest of the group. And whomever then is cautious and concerned would oh, probably be pulling back a little. Mishun, are you excited for this carnival? Yeah, she's never been to yeah, a carnival. Would you even know where Carnival is? No, she just thinks it sounds fun. You guys are not ready for this poem. I'm scared for it. I don't know if it's as good as my last one. When you look in the mirror, next time you look in the mirror, you'll know what it climbs. He's messing with you. Oh. Oh. She doesn't really understand, I don't think she really understands like metaphors and jokes. They just kind of go straight over her head. So she pulls out her book of manners and it's like, uh, did I write anything down about messing with? What does that mean? Messing. As you guys are chittering and talking and whatnot and crawling across the road to some slow pace to some far too fast. Uh, you're getting a little concerned. Uh, you especially, because you know that you've been gone for some time. So, I'm not sure what Mr. Witcher, Mr. Anderman do. But, it's not through any fault of your own. So, you're hoping some reason. As eventually, the day passes, midday goes by, and the first stars of night start to twinkle above the sunset. You happen to catch something off in the distance, period. And you realize quickly that there's something flying ahead, and you can all hear the ever so faint Calliope of, like, for lack of a better expression, carnival music. It's very tinny and very upbeat, and yeah. you can hear, like, 
I shudder. <laughs> can't make out the sound, can't make out what they're being said, but you hear like somebody announcing things to a crowd. A low mist curls over the ground as you continue to approach, and you all immediately recognize them through complete shock and utter dismay to some giant dragonflies were overhead carrying passengers. Some laughing, some scared. You come around the edge of a tree and you notice a floral archway. A wondrous and vibrant creature is all over. Elf stilt walkers, dancing fairies, painted performers. Everywhere there is laughter, pixie dust, bubbles, and a wistful tune of the whistling Calliope. Just four. For is some reason, Luke has a fun a fondness for bubbles. She just like she just likes them. Cause she likes to think about them. Oh, you're talking about it. Oh, so Luke likes how they go pop, and so she likes to kill bubbles. So when it comes immediately into view, I'm just gonna start like walking faster than I was before. So basically, like running. I'm not gonna be running. I'm just gonna be like four of us. Slightly walking fast, and now I'm gonna be speaking. I don't know. So, I guess my question is who has the ticket? Oh, uh, me, I think. I went to pee, so I don't have the ticket. Who grabbed the ticket? Here you go, Cynthia. You're poisoned right now just because oh. I poisoned you with my rain sick test. Okay, you can't be hateful to me in the game because in the game you don't know what oh, I did. Oh, yeah, I know. So, I'm a completely fine game, but out of game. Yeah. <laughs> As you guys approach, there is a winding, lazy what? river encircling the area. Wow. Ooh, the oh my Whoa. gosh! Snail racing? Mystery mind. There's more games than it's on So obviously, your characters would not be privy to what you are seeing right now. Isn't that lovely? It's always set up the same, I would assume. Yeah. So, version snail racing. Okay, the so here's the ticket booth. Right so as you guys are approaching this way, happy little Thorkin skipping down the path. <laughs> you see this lazy river kind of encircling it, and there's this dense fog that kind of magically appears all the way around, and all you see is a giant like cupcake-style ticket booth up ahead and a line of people pouring into the carnival looking to enjoy the festivities that await them upon our next session. What? Go ahead and take a good thematic break there to give it some nice solid point to break. Give me a chance to refresh a little bit on what I need to refresh as the carnival lays in front of you and one of you six have the envelope from Zeshen with six tickets to the Witchlight Carnival. So one person actually wants to go? Probably. Probably not a willingly grab that. So if there's anything that you guys want to talk out of session to me with, as far as your characters... I feel like you're going to tell us everything. <laughs> I will tell you what I need to tell you. Uh, but it is the end of a day, and as you approach... You two are immediately reminded of the ever-present dust of the Feywild, as it seems 
almost clouds, and there's that apricot glow across the horizon in all directions as you guys approach the ticket. Cannot wait to not have fun here. So we will meet again in two weeks to see what the carnival brings us. Yeah, this looks like a reference. We're not meeting next weekend. No, next Sunday. Try to avoid like a three day weekend because I know everyone does like cookouts. And do wait, like next that. Sunday? I can work. No, I just said we're not meeting next week. Oh, I can So in two weeks. It should be fairly regular every two weeks unless something comes up. So if something comes up for you guys, let me know. Something you guys have free time, you just want to do a session. Let me know. If we're sticking with like Sundays, mm -hmm. it should be fine. Oh, I do have an idea. Show and stuff, so. I'm taking Saturday software in the summer, so we can always do like a yeah. session on Saturday. Like, yeah. Somebody that works retail, so I'm sure you work most Saturdays, don't you? Well, I was just, I was having the idea of well, I don't know, just... take one of the Saturdays, like mm -hmm. everyone stays here Saturday night so we can watch the D&D movie because someone hasn't seen it. I'm not going to point fingers. Oh. You are literally just pointing fingers. But everyone can stay the night here and we can play. Uh, yeah, we can watch the D&D movie and then play session. That's something we can talk about and look to do. Uh, I know summer's fast approaching for everyone, so obviously that's out there. But and only two of us are getting off on the very first. Right now, every two weeks kind of is the cadence that I've got to put on. Uh, cadence. Cadence? You guys, cadence the is actual, the like, pattern, if you will. No. Well, do you have a, you like, guys are all getting off. Yes, it's like, uh, aren't you guys getting off on the 24th? The cadence is typically, the 25th like, is fine. So that being said, uh, we'll see all of you back here in two weeks. And if not, let me know. Otherwise, we will see what the circuit brings us. Hang on.